Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 13, Episode 7, Earth Station Egypt. Oh, I smell... Brown, something hash, something rehash. <laughs> I think hashish is kind of a, a Middle Eastern yeah. cannabis style yeah, thing, that right? Was, uh, uh, apparently, I think like the strongest weed you could get now is considered pussy shit. Mm. Yeah, hash oil was, like, very yeah. condensed and all that. Yeah, it was, like, the resin down, and now it's, yeah. like, you have dabs and all these other things. Because, like, when we were in Prague, humble or check, uh, being driven around by an Egyptian check. driver. Private driver, <laughs> check. Uh, you made the joke, Prague, check, right? Like, no, check Republic? No, no, I was doing, that's a good pickup. <laughs> I subliminally did it. No, it was more the Bo Bandy you checklist were doing of, that like, joke, right? elitism of, like, yeah. oh, when we no, were in Prague with I, I our... No, <laughs> Um, but the one girl at the the liquor store slash weed store, yes. I was like, oh, oh dabs are people. insane. And she's like, oh, is it like hashish? And I was like, no, it's even stronger. She's like, I have to tell my boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then you're like, fuck Bye. you. And yeah, yeah slammed all the shit down. <laughs> fucked, lady. That's where the, the two, the most American older couple in the world was talking to her. Mm-hmm. And we were cringing the whole fucking time because yeah. they were so dumb right. about. Oh, let's get some of this weed. And it's like almost like they're going to take it home. And I'm like, you right. know, you can't fly right. with that. <laughs> exactly. And if you're a weed people, why are you getting it here? Right. Like, Just because it it's in like a fun silly putty style packaging, right? Doesn't mean you can take it home or it's yeah. for kids. At a straight up licensed ripoff Simpsons <laughs> Quickie Mart <laughs> next to the KB, KGB Museum. Right. Exactly. Uh, doesn't mean you can do that, but we got a few people out there Such on the. Uh, uh, Twitch land, oh. we've got Ratmaster saying I. Uh, what is I have that? I have legit mashed a rat before and killed it accidentally, which sucks. Uh, I've had to do that on a glue trap. I go for their head first, yeah. just to put them out of their misery, but not no so much mash. <laughs> I did that on a with a skateboard once on accident because oh. like I went to hit its head and I hit its body and it just split oh. open. There's all this yellow goo coming oh. out. It was disgusting. Poor it bastard. Horrible. I felt so bad. Poor rat bastard. Poor ratty bastard. Yeah, welcome, rat masher. Oh, the rat man gonna find it. <laughs> and then, what is that? Beat or Be- bat- Beatnik Beats. Beatnik Beats says, Hi, guys. They love our show. Hey, man, you wanna learn about communism yeah. tonight, uh, man? Uh, I got a little friend. His name is not John Lennon. <laughs> He's not too popular yet in the yeah. mid 50s. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about <laughs> Lennon, whatever his first name was from Russia. John Lennon? <laughs> uh, well, there's Stalin and then Lennon. Yeah, what was Lennon? Yeah, I can't remember Lennon's first name. Vladimir or Gorbachev? Maybe? Not Gorbachev. Putin Lennon? You sure. <laughs> Future Lennon? Donald Trump Lennon. Super huge. <laughs> uh, but he says his girlfriend is worried about him listening to the show. <laughs> Delta sequence. You're on early. Hot damn. Rat Masher at 7.33 where I am at. I've been waiting all day to watch my first stream. Yeah, we're a little early here today on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens where every Monday night you can stream the show along with us and chat with us and Give us free money with your uh, Twitch Prime account. Yes, uh, and sub to our channel. But yeah, you thanks for our subs, our simps, <laughs> our everything and all. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can give us free money 
on twitch.tv slash aliens, or you can give us free money. It's free to us, not to you. Uh, yeah. You can give us free <laughs> money, unless your grandma gave you some dough, yeah. and then you said, hey, I'm going to give Pass it to it the, along. I'm going to give it to Steve and Joe. You can endorse those checks right over right. to us. I've got an acid washing machine. I might adjust the amount just a little bit just to get us over the edge for the month, but don't worry. You're in there like steaming envelopes yeah. and stuff. Ooh, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, over at uh, patreon.com slash aliens, where there are over 50 exclusive podcasts. You get two exclusive podcasts every month. One of them is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to the ancient astronaut verse. And then you get uh, Adventurous Ghosts, which is basically probing ancient aliens, but with the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures uh, with Zach Bagans and the crew. Zach Bagans. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, welcome to the show. It's a Monday night. It's a, yeah, there's a, there's a little <laughs> sneak peek of the theme. You can, taste. You, can you, check out, taste too, yeah. you can check out our Patreon episodes, uh, little samples of them. We put a few up. Uh, on the same feed you're listening to now, so if you look at, uh, if you do a a control a c- control I call it control plus the yes. key control and put F, F the letter F um, and search for Patreon Peak. Yes, not like the mountain peak, but like a peak into your Grammy's panties. Yes, Joey loves to make fun of me for that misspelling. <laughs> it was a mistake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll never live it down. I'm the prickly purple pie man for All Patreon. Right. Peak. This is done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Rescind your Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm out of here. Fuck this. I'm leaving my own house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks to your guys' Patreon support. Last year we went to a few events thanks to your Patreon support, like Alien Con and uh, Contact in the Desert. But obviously that didn't happen this year. Yeah. Uh, but many regular listeners know that we have been going insane and struggling, even cutting the show uh, in the middle because we have to fuck with this, uh, you know, very nice, free, but very old now computer that we use. It's kind of like a all-in-one computer it's with a, a touchscreen. It's a iMac yeah. with the PC version. And uh, so, there's and a, so the whole thing is a touchscreen. And now that it's getting older, it's like, I don't know, the fucking moisture from the air. It's just getting older, and it's like... Closing Twitch or maximizing or minimizing windows or starting yeah, just updates. Bouncing all over the place. Or it's haunted. You yeah. know, my wife yeah. said that's what we get for doing the Estes method. And just like my you Topo Chico this. went off, uh, started bubbling the other night, too. Right, right, right. We have summoned something. But uh, I believe it is uh, Ding Dong Bundy that has summoned it with his unhealthy living. I think so, too. Yeah, and negative energy. His negative energy. <laughs> uh, but no, we thanks to your Patreon dollars, we purchased a new all in one non touchscreen computer. Uh, so we can rest easy while we're recording content, or especially God do it. It, it, it always manifests when we're doing the kind of mystery science theater DVD commentary style Patreon Makes episodes, worse, where yeah. we're watching along and commentating on something, commenting on something, and yeah. it like the YouTube pause button keeps getting fucking hit. Well, and, or like, if I need s- to slide it back, a, oh, like oh let's yeah, slide it scrubbing. back ten seconds, it like just jumps and just goes mm-hmm. crazy and wild, yeah. wild stuff. But uh, we'll have that by next week's episode. It's supposed to be here the next couple days. So bought it on Amazon Prime Day. Have your uh, semen seed uh, sister and oh yeah um, yeah next cousin. week next week or over the next uh, couple weeks uh, my brother in law Bick who we talk about a lot who is married to my sister Gashley yeah um, are going to be uh, guests <laughs> on the show Gashley oh I'll tell Nick Raw Dogs yes <laughs> apparently <laughs> <laughs> they've been trying to get pregnant for some time yeah and, and failed oh, oh oops <laughs> sorry <laughs> let's just say. They have quite the subscription to the My Little Coffin store. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. So it's a rough time. Yes. Uh, uh, they're flushers, yeah. is what we call oh, them. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, But, uh, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, supporting us here. That should be a, a fun episode, I think. We haven't had, f- we've only had one guest before on this show. Nick's fun, but two. he's kind of a little Dylan y, where he's a little 
quiet and reserved, mm-hmm. so should be fun to see if he's got any good zingers. And well, once he, yeah, gets I'm, not, going. I'm not expecting them to be funny, but Dynamic, both of yeah. them do enjoy talking about deep subjects. Yeah, and deeply talking about subjects, talking about. My but your one sister needs to be subjects. drunk. My one sister needs to be drunk. Gashley. Oh. No, she'll be fine. I thought she said, can we drink on the show? I feel better oh, when I'm oh, drinking. Oh, well, and, true. Yeah, I mean, because it's going to be the first time on mic. Right. So. Except it's for fine. Zoom calls. They've, we've all been live Zoom podcasting pretty much since but COVID. But you don't hear yourself the way you do here in that monitor. That's correct. You know. uh, Mr. Bigglesworth says, oh, what up, guys? What's up? To a fellow cat. Oh, <laughs> billion dollar movie. <laughs> Tim and Eric. Yeah. Michael Myers, <laughs> not the scary guy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder if Mike Myers is going to come out of retirement someday, and then we find out basically two weeks after that he gets randomly punched in the face on the street like Rick Moranis did. Yeah, maybe we can only <laughs> hope. I wonder if the the Rick Moranis guy was uh, just uh, mad that he hasn't been done. Honey, I shrunk my dogs or whatever. Yeah. You know, Honey, I shrunk my dong. Yeah, strange, Honey, I... strange brew seventeen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, I blew up McKenzie's the toilet. Fight back. <laughs> Um, Glad to be able to catch you guys for a few before I crash. Oh, nice. There you go. Catch Must us like a rag, Mr. Bigglesworth. Some people have an early bedtime. For mm-hmm. us, it's 5.30 here on the West Coast. They could be in England, too. Could be Brits. Could be all yeah. sorts of things. Qualtazar's early nights. Oh. Nice to see you guys. Welcome. Joe Man, feeling a little tired from the weekend before we dive too deep. But, yeah. Uh, so kicking off a little earlier. Well, and it wasn't, I, it's like I had literally seven meetings today and four of them were before lunch. And so I woke right. up and had nothing but nonstop meetings. And I'm like, it. so my brain was just like, nope, yeah, I'm not yeah, going right. to play today. So before we get too deep into it, yeah. uh, what's our, our upfront up housekeeping? We've got, yeah. you've got the Twitch, you got the Patreon. Yeah. We've got Instagram. Let's bump up that Instagram, baby. Yeah. Instagram.com. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> Go to Instagram for all the yeah. cool scrap <laughs> shots and kook. Displays. Yeah. Uh, Instagram.com slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, Facebook.com slash probing ancient aliens. And uh, Twitter at probing aliens. No ancient in there. Yes. So if you want to know when the Twitch is going to be going down, yes. follow that Instagram because we'll post on the stories. Yes. I try and get as far out as possible, but usually it's like 10, 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. before, but at least you know. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bugger says it's 840 in Indiana. Oh, here we go. Hatch a foreign country. You know, you know, they made a, <laughs> they started a pale ales from right. Indiana. Exactly. That's where the IPA comes from. <laughs> to travel to England. I mean, walking across all the farmland. It yeah. just took a long time. You got to let the hops. Yeah. You got to overload the hops and let them die. They got to be extra it. bubbly because they're bouncing on the cart and right. stuff. So it's going to be right. a little flatter by the yeah. time you get to your destination. <laughs> uh, and then. Um, uh, our uh, little segment we call Reaching for the Stars here, where we All ask right. you, the little uh, prolapstronauts out there, to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can review us. Uh, I think Spotify's going to have reviews soon, if not already, so do it there as well. And then we got to do the Amazon Oh, yes. Yeah, put it on the Amazon feed, huh? Right. Because um, Google Play Music is going away, and it's going to be just Google Podcasts or something like that. Right, right. Or no, it's Amazon Podcast. That's what I'm saying. Amazon's yeah. separate because it's Amazon Music, yes. but they're adding podcasts That's to right. their service. Yeah, yeah, so... Literally just copying Spotify from two years ago. Right, right. Um, but uh, but yeah. I, I'm putting money that Amazon picks up Joe Rogan. Like, I feel yeah. like Joe Rogan's causing such a nightmare for Spotify with all their dumbasses. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to walk out because of what he yeah. said, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee Amazon's like, I, we don't give a fuck. We'll pay. Right. We'll buy your dumb contract exactly. out yeah. and just come over here. <laughs> Do whatever here. the fuck you want. Right. Uh Paint the town any flipping color you want. <laughs> Stupid Reno, go to Reno tours and billboards. But Joe Rogan's actually complained on a few episodes, like kind of, not like in a bitchy way, but just yeah, like, I'm sure. it's uh, like we're having some issues with right because now, like when 
the producer Jamie or whatever tries to play a clip. Right, right, right. It's like right, fucked right. up half the time because he doesn't have just YouTube to go to. He's mm. like playing it off a of Spotify it has media to get a player. Thing. So now they have yeah. to set things up more and all that stuff too. Anyway, but um, but yeah, uh, reaching for the stars, we ask you to give us a five star rating and then review us in the comments of that five star rating. And we'll read on the air and give you a shout out, just like a returning reviewer, Adam the Elevator Man, who is kind of refining his review. Uh, oh, he, su- like he submitted that theme music. for himself, yeah, yeah. too. Um, feel free to submit a music theme for yourself and give I Steve probably, extra work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to try to yeah. plug he'll in. Just, and... He'll just put his phone up to the microphone. Yeah. I, well, I got that plug in. Uh, hey, Ambo yeah. Bambi. <laughs> Give me a handy oh, man. <laughs> I ride my bike. Isn't it nice when I'm out on that single track? You know where it's at. I don't have gears or a spring in my back. Does he it's... only uh, ride at that disc golf course to troll disc golfers now? Yeah, he just yells. Uh, he yells literally the N-word, not like the actual <laughs> right. word. The phrase, just, yeah. the N-word. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's, it's, I, we don't really prove yeah. that. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Adam the Elevator Man uh, gives us five stars and says, Good show. Good show. Uh, you guys rock. Less chatty, more ancient aliens. Thanks, guys. And didn't mean right away, but I got it. Uh, I'm assuming that means, because before he said, You guys rock. Less chatty, more ancient aliens. Thanks, guys. Uh, because we do always say, Oh, what are we going to fucking just like insta record, give the intro? Right, right. All right, let's jump into right, Earth right, Station right, Egypt right, right. or whatever. But um, but we get it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We might do a timestamp in the future. Some people ask for that. But at the same time, we just had our by far biggest download record ever with last week's episode, Area 52. There you go. Was almost double the downloads for the first week that it's been on the podcast feeds so yeah. not sure if that was a fluke uh i remember there was one or two times in the past where it's like hot button. soundcloud like adjusted itself and we're like fuck like well, we lost a chunk there's that and then there was those times like there was those like spammed soundcloud things that would like was. see what would happen if we juiced your podcast right, right. and it was like all these like false listens and yeah. shit so but luckily no one's messaged us on soundcloud for two months so yeah we're good um, again but um but yeah, uh, we appreciate that, Adam, the elevator man. Um, but I mean, you can always skip to the forty-minute mark or something too. Right. You know, right. we're kind of yeah, half. Roughly. We're kind of half. Thirty, forty-ish. You know, classic morning zoo show. <laughs> yeah, I got my wild, wacky time. Yeah. It is funny because I never heard that term because I always listened to Howard, which it was all the imitators of Howard in the radio right. industry that were ended up being called like morning. There was one show called The Morning Zoo. Yeah. yeah. Which was just like, was that the fucking Imus knockoff when when he changed to kind of be like Howard? It more? was yeah, some sort of format, and I know, I don't even know if Howard or if Matt that Zoo was, was even before. That might have even been before Howard, but yeah. I don't think so because it's just like the wacky morning crew, and right. that's why it was a zoo because it's a bunch of wild dipshits right. and, and the crazy like sound effects, saying things, and yeah. yeah, the 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 garbage. Again, I think I think you're right. I think it was post Howard yeah. and like a response to Howard, but exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, it was just it just insane. Yeah, shittier than Jack FM. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack FM, I think, is a nationwide syndicated thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That We're replaced just the a lot dumb of guy who's yeah. talking like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it's like a more cynical Jack from Jack in the Box, basically right. hosting it, and it's just all record. Like, yeah, everyone knows what Jack FM is. Yeah, uh, but they replaced a lot of the classic rock stations. Right, because as all they as all of them closed, as Howard moved to Sirius, mm-hmm. and all the terrestrial stra- stations playing him. Right crumbled then that whole market crumbled and then they're like well this is our our response to sirius is or satellite whatever is this nationwide 
terrestrial radio. Exactly, it's like yeah. not the that and much we'll cut costs by not having DJs yeah, at just all. Have one dickhead <laughs> record stupid right. fucking quippy like yeah. shit comes lines. in once every five months and does a bunch of recordings yeah. and then right. that's it. I guess I'd rather jerk off, but yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess that song was better than your mom farting in your mouth last night. Right. Oh, wait. <laughs> that was my mouth. Mm. <laughs> oh, I guess AIDS isn't curable. <laughs> <laughs> I Fuck. will call her back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <Yeah. laughs> Should have told you. Yeah. Got it from Gramps anyway. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Woke think that's dead in a corner. <laughs> Glad it's not me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for uh, new reviews this week. Yes. But yeah, that helps us get found in search engines and uh, yeah. algorithmically and all that fun right, stuff. Right, but right. Uh, and yeah, anyone that's new from uh, Area Fifty Two, welcome yeah. to Probing Ancient Aliens. Welcome to the Wild Zoo, baby. Yeah, uh, you can expect again, kind of uh, that that fairly long intro, a lengthy throbbing intro, and then we get into the show after the break. But um, uh, yes, uh, yeah, other than that, what other book? You, oh, there's a little bit of uh, of um, news that I had bookmarks for, okay. and they weren't really like ancient aliens related or anything like that. But um, and I, what, did we talk about the universe potentially being conscious last week? Yeah, we did. Okay, uh, maybe that was it then. That you can, there's no time paradoxes, is a oh, possibility that's right. to avoid, and all that kind of shit. God, and then I thought that was new news. Um, Quiltazar says there's an untapped market, Instagrog, which sounds familiar, a social media just for beer people. Hmm. Wait, is that a real thing, or is that... Or no, he's saying untapped, untapped. market. Like well, the app. untapped's an app, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> maybe untapped market saying Instagrog. Yeah. So we should create it, I guess. Yeah, sure. I've, I've got coding skills for that, probably. Yeah. And welcome Eddie Valls I don't think to the so. chat. And uh, so was that an example of the fucking uh, the ghost the screen? Yeah. (laughs) So literally the chat screen just changed without Steve touching anything on the fucking touch screen. See and here and be chilling. Um, But uh, but yeah, we uh, uh, we just came back from no new patrons. Um, We did get a message from Galactic Daddy telling us about a former Green Bay Packer um, who was on some podcast. He's like, it's worth a five-minute watch where he talks about like ancient astronaut theory and paranormal stuff and whatever. So thanks, Galactic daddy for the heads up. Thanks, Bobandi, oh. for uh, reminding us of that that documentary that we probably should watch for this month's Patreon unless we want to finish the time travel Wilcock thing. But it's like whatever it's called, like Legion or, or whatever, where it's uh, Senator Harry Reid and all it's all the A-tip and disclosure guys that's mm. like all the all the, the A-tip guy or the, the To the Stars Academy guys are like, this is the, the most... Like the best disclosure documentary of all time or something. So, um, Well, since Mr. Bo recommended I'd say we do that this time. And then we'll give him a break from his Wilcock because he loves him so much. Yeah, yeah. Got to bleed it out a little bit. Bo Bandy, our our elite galactic daddy. Yes, the daddy of all daddies, the grandfathery. Maybe galactic leather daddy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Galactic papa daddy. Galactating daddy. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Well, yeah, I was just thinking prostate milking of some sort. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, quite yes. Uh, yes, that's how we like um, it. So who's this brought to you by then? Um it could I, be the Rat Man. Could be Yeah, who was here? It was Rat Masher, Rat right? Masher, technically. Yeah, so Rat Masher is gonna ask, uh, how how are you doing, Steve? This is our, our sponsored segment by whoever's first in the Twitch stream of the night. To chat. And whoever or who or not and or or whoever is our newest patron of yeah, the week. Patreon kinda trumping the the twatch. It's tremendous. Okay, it's huge, huge. I'm doing good. You were starting to allude to it. 
But yeah. we had an action-packed, all-dudes, all-action oh, yeah. weekend. Very wet. We went up to wine country, <laughs> four boys, <laughs> and their uh, Infinity SUV mm-hmm. with a heart on the back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it was like a stethoscope heart, because yeah. our, our uh, door scorer's wife is a... Uh, medical field. A, in ne- the medical a neurological field. like specialist. She does yeah, like sleep yeah, studies yeah, for yeah. fucked up kids. Exactly. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. Uh, so they lent the old mobile and we and took guys a... that apparently jerk off while she's monitoring them on well, camera. While she's working night. with adults now. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> uh, Man, that kid's so fucked up he's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I don't think he's a kid. No. Well, yeah, he's so fucked up. Yeah, I mean I, yeah. I mean I'm so fucked up, you know. <laughs> I you can't problems. arrest me for jerking off on you. Come yeah. on, I'm just a fucked up kid. Hey, measure my brain. <laughs> Look at me. I shaved the side of my head. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> measure my brain. It's hanging down yeah. here. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Get a nice circumference going in a little squish ball. Uh, Ratmaster said I'd give you money, but smashing business <laughs> has been hit hard by the Rona. Because everyone's at home yeah. smashing their own rats. Oh, yeah. so. uh, apparently he has enough much. money to change his or her font color. He started off that kind of cool blue. Or is it different every time? I have zero idea how this Hmm. shit works. But uh, maybe they left and came back, and now they have a new color. Had to go smash that rat. Exactly. Smash the rat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get that milk out. Uh, But anyways, yes, we took a trip up to the old Paso Robles. The the oft-mentioned lake house that Steve's family owns. And Joey's giving me shit. (laughs) Which that will be involved later uh, (laughs) for my entire life. (laughs) No, but we went up there. We did a nice little couple rounds of disc golf, working yeah. our way up. Went into the cabin. Yeah. Had, a, had a good old time Saturday, drinking and uh, hanging at the water. Doing yeah. some UTV side-by-siding, uh, some scooting, yeah. uh, some putting, some mm-hmm. Norse-Swedish game called Skittle Scattle. Yeah, or Skittle something. Scatter. Something. Yeah. It's like an old Swedish bowling game with like yeah. a It's like kind of darts small meets logs. bowling yeah. meets something It was else. super fun. <laughs> it was. I really enjoyed that. I, would love I, was, I legit like want to buy, I mean, Nick probably will already, but like yeah. legit want to buy that for like hanging out at my yeah, family's yeah. house or something. Um, and yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Came back yesterday, hit another course, hit some traffic too, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those weekends are always fun, but you know, you feel like you did a lot. Yeah. So we'll so just combine the how you do in segment because we're talking about the lake. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was mostly a disc golf centric trip with the excuse to go to the lake house as well since we looked at yeah. courses around there. Yeah. And so we did um, the and first George course. has been talking about going up there forever. Exactly, yeah. You've always been interested. Yeah. And then Blick. Uh, morbidly He's, interested. Yes. <laughs> I, want, I want to go up there and take some notes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we, we started off. We did a few bodies. We did, yes. Um, uh, Atuscadero was the first city that we went to, the first course we went to. Templeton or Atuscadero or something yeah. like that. And yeah. it was Heilman Park. Heilman Regional Park. Busta Heilman. No affiliation to Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Uh, he was a Heilman, but... Right. Uh, I guess all of his followers. Oh, I too, thought this but. was Hyman Park where you go and fuck virgins. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did. So many have been busted. We did pop our, our I don't know, something. Our cherries. Central Coast cherries. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Central Coast. Also sounds like Central a weird Coast. a weird old porn magazine, too. Like Central Coast cherries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the lovely ladies of wine country <laughs> where all these bridal showers are going wild yeah. or whatever, bachelorette parties. Um, and then uh, we had a snack after that, and then went directly to. It was pretty close to yeah. the Castle uh, Rock. Yeah, ca- it was a Castoro Whale Rock, or co- Whale Rock. Uh, disc golf course at the Castoro Vineyard. Yeah, uh, Steve had mentioned going there. Um, well, Nick a few weeks found ago. it. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I went. Well, we had planned to go. Yeah, and then I went. We mentioned last that. Minute. 
two episodes ago. Yeah, I think you yeah. told the story getting delayed going to the lake house. Yeah, or yeah. Like, you so and your cousin were like, peeled hey, let's off. Because uh, we had already, our group had already made plans to go this past weekend, but yeah. then I was up there the previous weekend. and a little impromptu a little recon work. Exactly. <laughs> you know, get a, get a feel for the spot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. nice weather. It was hot, but it didn't feel disgusting. Oh, yeah. Bo Bandy's here. Good oh. evening. Good evening. Um, you have to listen to earlier, Bobandy. We're doing a little yeah. bit of shout outs to you. Yeah, Bobandy, let us know what the documentary that you read, it was like Legion or whatever the one with uh, Senator Harry Reid, because we'll do that for Probing Deeper this month for yeah. Patreon. We'll hold off on Wilcock for you. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow Putt Fuckers on Instagram. Yes. At uh, Putt Fuckers, P U T T Fuckers. Yes. No underscores. We got yeah. the first version of that, baby. Oh, the yeah. clean version. The raw version. <laughs> but it's not clean. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and if you're on TikTok, uh, we got our first TikTok follower oh, on nice. Puttfuckers oh, with wow. no U, just yeah. Puttfuckers minus a U. Right. Uh, that's not the name, minus the U. <laughs> Followed by Probing Ancient Aliens on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was like some dis die site oh, or nice. some account or whatever. Yeah. Um, Which there's a lot of. Bobandy says Puttfucker's my favorite. There we go. Nice. He, because Bobandy's been doing some trolling yeah. of his own, saying putting his bike next to a trash can and yeah. a disc basket and saying there's no difference. <laughs> yeah. Calling our bags a disc purse right. when he buys mm-hmm. new rubbers for his little little bicycle. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and where he goes and cruise arounds with no seat on. Yeah. Uh, he goes to buy rubbers on his bicycle. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> he buy he buy rubbers. Right. He doesn't want more little miss Bobandy. Exactly. Anymore. You never want that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's already paying for their college, so right. gotta gotta start wrapping <laughs> like it up. Say he's already paying for their content. Yeah. <laughs> their only fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's got to make sure that it's classy enough. Exactly. That he as a father would be proud. Well, he's got to buy the Vaseline for the camera lens oh. just to give it that nice soft focus. So he's filming too. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he's gonna. Hey, he's going to produce, okay? And that's how that works, my friend. That's the old uh, sex worker industry motto. I mean, I love getting paid to produce. Yeah, fill her up, friend. <laughs> As he's sucking yeah. someone up. Come <laughs> on, fill her up. His mouth's full of dick, not a drink. <laughs> I got to pay to play, pay to play. Respect after I saw that ripping drive. Oh, see, oh, yeah. Bobandy, because we posted some drive mm-hmm. content where we're actually throwing the discs. Oh, yeah. And they, he actually did compliment us, saying yeah. he does think we could outdrive uh, ball golfers. Yes. Yeah. Well, because Dorsch and I, when we went to that super shitty disc yeah. golf course in Lake Forest, which is on a ball golf course, uh, we were outdriving. And this is literally like like Dorsch like, trying to kind of reboot his form a little bit, yeah. too. But like, even if you're throwing like 250 feet a lot of the times... It's it's out driving a lot of these guys with their right. balls, that's which I almost would think, that's like less than a hundred yards, right? Because yards are more how the ball golf course, right. but yeah, those dickheads aren't jamming it a hundred right. yards. Exactly. Even that's like a par whatever. Right, three is probably like God. It's been so long, but probably two hundred yards or less. Yeah, I, don't I know. guess it makes sense too because when you see again, just like in disc golf, you see pro courses on TV most of the time, which are like fucking a thousand yards, and they're not. Right, but right, you right. know what I mean? They're they're like a thousand feet. Because those guys are hitting that ball, I don't know, four or 500 feet, I would assume, yeah, yeah. and actually being able to aim it where they want it. Whereas most courses are like, oh, here's yeah. a here's a 200-foot total hole, but you just have to get it on this little island or right, whatever, right. you know. But Mr. Bigglesworth wants to get back into disc golfing. Mm. Been out of the scene for five years. It's, it's a good time to changed. get back. Yeah. It's bigger than it's ever been because a lot of it's because of COVID. So because it's something to do, something competitive, yeah. something that's been on TV. Which yes. <laughs> at the one course on Sunday, this we're we're all throwing, and this fucking guy 
pops out of his car windows like, hey, man, good drive. Oh. And we're like, holy shit, yeah. where the fuck do you come from? He's like, oh, I just like sitting and watching. It's yes. like, uh, okay. But then <laughs> yeah. he had like his girlfriend with him. I so know. he's just sitting there watching. Oh, he was getting a hardcore hand job. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> he asked if we wanted to Completely join. soft. Yeah, he I said mean, you got to was She was trying to get their relationship back. You got to pay to produce. But... Yeah, he said that's the one thing that still excites him is yeah. the release of a disc could stimulate right. the release of a load. Because it reminds him of his godfather. Yes. Who molested him, but now can only come thinking of your Exactly, because that's the one who got him into sport. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, he literally said... He looked like a person to have a godfather. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he literally was like, yeah, my godfather got me into disc golf. Now I just watch. And I'm like, that's a weird story. Like, yeah. like, like you ha- and, but you're watching... Why, again, I do not understand the... Like, you played football, right? Yeah. Or if you... or And you wrestled, obviously, too, so... If I see you watching football, or if you were watching collegiate wrestling or whatever, you, like I'm it's like, a yeah, weird with your pants you, down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with yeah. your unitard on. Yeah, um, it's not a unitard; it's a it's a singlet. Singlet. <laughs> yeah, unitards are for girls. Yeah, okay. come on, come on. Uh, but uh, no, I'd be like, it's fine because you kind of earn the right to like that Watch or be a it. fan of it. I do not understand the people that oh, I've never played, or it's like I was five and played baseball, and I fucking spend seventy percent of my life. Being a fan of the fucking Dodger or whatever, I just do not fucking understand. Some people it. just aren't good at it, but they like it. Mm. They appreciate it. Mm. Like cooking, right? I guess so. <laughs> uh, uh, but when he says he only trolls because it's what he does, which we respect that. That's where we're at. Oh, we, we, we get it. Uh, but he does appreciate the skill getting outside. I just hate the fucking sublime uh, fans that play. And oh, hey, believe us. Bo so Andy. do Joe and I. Preach to we the choir. hate the fucking dumb stoner dipshits yes. blasting their shitty reggae. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite thing to comment on is these dickheads who do this, and then they're probably all these like hardcore Christians. And it's like, do you know that Rastafarianism is a fucking religion? Right. And you're like appropriating all kinds of right. shit, <laughs> and you have these red, green, yellow colors, and you have right. this lion with a crown, and you have zero idea what that means. That means the third king of Ethiopia right. is Jesus Christ right. incarnate. Like, so yeah. you don't believe in Christianity? You're right. fucking yeah. like the, it just you're all these things. Like, you're literally practicing, some, practicing something hyper sacrilegious to what you claim to be. Right, to be whatever. all about. And, and, and yeah. they always claim to be the most mellow people, but they're right. always the fucking biggest assholes. Oh, they're trash ra- They're trash rage monsters. Yeah. Yeah. They're all just waiting to explode. Like people yeah. that desperately need to listen to reggae all the time. And smoke weed, and they're yes. just these trash people on the course. Yeah. It's because they have so much fucking rage and white trash resentment to yeah. the world that they're just always waiting to fucking pick a fight. Yeah. And, and it's it drives me nuts because... That's why we hate talking to them because when you talk to them, it's never you. You can't ever trust that it's, it's just always a, on ease. It's ever or on it's, edge. Yeah, exactly. It's never just a, oh hey man, what's up? Have a good game later. Like yeah. wh- I mean, when it is those people, you can tell because yeah, they're yeah. not those people. But but when those people talk to you, you're just like God. Because then they go, they used to go, especially at the Huntington Beach course. Like hey, can I throw with you guys? Like oh no, no, I don't. I'm not here to be with you, bro. Yeah, and so it was interesting because this weekend. I was almost, I believe me, I was ecstatic that there was almost no one on any of the courses we played. Yeah. We didn't have to wait for a single hole, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were all ripe just for us. Oh, yes. Sunday uh, we let someone play through, but that was about it. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. And then, uh, but but I was almost bummed in the sense that I was like, fuck, I wanted to see what disc golfers were like in this area and this area and this yeah, area, Yeah, when Brandon too. and I were up there and saw the, the people on the wine course, they were normal. But yeah. again, that's like a $5 pay, right. like, when like you have to pay to play right. and it's on a nicer place so you have to get a car to be able to drive right. there you have to pay to enter sign a waiver be able to leave you know you have to put a driver's license down as right. a deposit like get a flu shot 
It's not like fucking El Dorado where it's just like Gary Town yeah. and just fucking you can be a burnout and just sit on the right. fucking course all day, steal people's discs that get lost. Right. Do you ever want to what was, what was that account? You should promote that account where Gary came from if it still exists. Because the you know the Instagram account. Oh. He doesn't post that much anymore. Mm. He changed his fucking name, but oh, okay. uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. So Gary, this guy, Gary's is interchangeable for a you know a a, 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 a home space challenged person. <laughs> yeah. Or and and they're probably not actually homeless, but well, some might live on, on the par- at the park. Yeah. And I do. But then I, but then ones that we thought were homeless have fucking grip bags, which are like two hundred eighty bucks. So right. I'm like, well, I don't he know. probably had the smaller. I bet you he won that. Like, I feel Probably. like he won that in yeah. something. Or stole it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, like, rebooted his account, but I couldn't. Hmm. I can't remember if his name was Frank or something. He's a skater dude in San Francisco who skates for Anti-Hero. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it looks like his account. I think he deleted it and restarted. Oh, okay. So there's no, like, Gary references, but he used yeah. to, like, film, like, KO'd Gary's in, like, right. jerseys in the Bay Area and be yeah. like, oh, starting lineup for the 49ers, <laughs> Gary! And, like, just shit like that. My, yeah. my other friend, uh, Scott, we got obsessed with that right, and right. then started calling it, now it's transcended yeah. over here. So homeless people equal um, Gary's. But his Instagram handle, he's already got 66,000, but, wow. you know, he's, he's big time. <laughs> but uh, it's, like, Grimple Sticks yeah. on Instagram. I just feel like because multiple of our friends have even said, why do you call these guys Gary? So it's just It's like, just a good name for yeah. it. You know, it's a nice code word kind it is. of deal. Uh, and a lot of them, I think, are named Gary. Probably. <laughs> fucked up. Because um, I haven't met I haven't met a human named Gary since I was a child, since I was single-digit My ages. wrestling coach was named Gary. Mm, but he had a home. He lived in a home. He did. He did. He was true. A home Real for person. homeless. Exactly. But. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't always there. You know, yeah. he was using and abusing. <laughs> he was an inverted but, uh, Gary. Exactly. Ah, it's Gary inside out. Uh, um, but anyways, yeah. So here, and plus here it's like such a dense population of people that you have Huntington Beach trash fuckers. Yeah. You have Long Beach trash people, and then La Mirada is a little bit out there in the neighborhood, so you get a thinner crowd. Like, yeah. you still need some sort of car yeah. to get there, uh, or like it's picturing like a push cart driving down yeah. fucking street <laughs> <laughs> on some the old sort train tracks, yeah. um, the pump thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you you you. You need a means to get there, where yeah. these other courses, you can basically live in the park, exactly. which a lot of these people basically do. Because El Dorado, the disc golf course, is literally only like one-tenth of the entire El Dorado park in Long yeah. Beach, California. Like, it's my, it's many square miles big. Yeah. So yeah. there's archery ranges, golf co- other golf courses, other yeah. park space, baseball diamonds, like all that shit. Yeah. So they uh, can just fucking lounge around. Live and in there's the probably halfway houses the all over the place. Exactly, so. yeah. Yeah, fuck all those people. Because again... Yeah. At this point, like you've made this point, Joey, they're they're dickheads. Like, so they either have a shitty job, yeah. they fucking suck, right. or they don't have a job and <laughs> life shits job, on them. They fuck and suck. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, this is the one point in their life they can be dominant yes. and control. So, like, yes. they know Joey and I are behind them. We're clean cut, fucking right. well adjusted people. Right. Talk like looking there's, at our cell phones, maybe whatever. There's seven or eight of them taking their sweet ass time, yeah. and they know they cannot let us through. And exactly. there's nothing we can do about it unless we jump them yep. or try and start a fight or an argument. Yep. But this is where they get to stick their fucking shit yep. flag in the ground. They finally have a little bit of power and, and can hold you up and right. fuck with you back. And yeah, yeah. Because I think we said this on the, one of the last episodes, but like to the point where 
it's like as as the as the months or years go by, you almost start wanting to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes if you haven't had like a horrible experience one, with like, them. The one like super long haired, gray haired one yeah. is like the nicest of them. Yeah, all. he actually a long time ago had like like talked to to my then girlfriend now wife and I about our dog, you know, uh, our German Shepherd who was like a psycho and abused and stuff when we got her, and we were trying to expose you know do exposure therapy, take her out, and yeah. she's freaking out on the course. And uh, but he came by and was actually super nice to her and whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys are good because." You guys will be together forever because if you can get a rescue dog to be normal again, then you guys know what it's like to have kids and what. And I'm like, and so he was nice, yeah. but ever since, I mean, and he's and he like, told us about his friends live in homes and he doesn't, or yes, he does, or, yeah. or some, because he can come out and play all the exactly. time. <laughs> but he didn't look old enough to live in a home. Right. Like I don't know, it's yeah. very weird. It'd also be funny if we found out he was like forty eight yeah, or something. I be but surprised. yeah, um, but he he he's basically fallen in with the wrong crowd. Yeah, because it's all these just like. Again, full-on gutter trash fucking, like... Just garbage stoners. Yes. And, and yeah, burnout dudes. And then kind of up-and-coming, like, UFC-lifted truck burnout dudes, too. Right. Like, they're like... Their car's probably stolen, or right. it's definitely has a lean against it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of drama in their lives or whatever, yeah. but they're all the classic, like, flat-brimmed hat, kind of just what we would call Inland Empire guys yeah, yeah. or whatever, but... The, the just the fucking trashy ass dudes that fell in with the coarse trashy dudes, right? And they make the coarse guys more aggro than they probably would be on their own. Yeah, um, but they then used it, to hang out on seven, and they there used to be literally like fifteen to twenty of yeah. them that hung and out they, and all smoked weed and drank at yeah. like ten a.m. and shit uh, like yeah. that. I remember there's yeah there's one of them like look more like cut off sleeve shirt, and they just have a cooler of fucking booze, right? And he was like staring at me like trying to smile as yeah. I was. Looking past him at you, who yeah. was putting, yeah. and like, like I was like coming up to him, say something. He's right. like, I'm like, hey, he's like, hey, like I was intimidated. I'm like, okay, and then I look past him ten feet, and I'm like, hey, Joe, let's go fucking play over here. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh. I'm like, uh -huh. I'm not fucking trying to challenge you or right. whatever. All these guys are, are rampant narcissists and almost sociopaths, where they're their yeah. whole fucking life. Yeah, anyway, they're disgusting. Fuck we, all those people, but we, we hate, didn't see any of them. Yes, we didn't see any of them. Thankfully, we had all the courses pretty much to ourselves. Uh, we only had a few people like behind us on one of the courses like the group of kids and whatever but yeah uh, but yeah it was super nice like we played all those courses in like two hours flat which yeah, was crazy yeah, each yeah um but uh yeah and it was just like you could tell those courses were made by disc golfers and i mean like all the courses around here obviously are made by disc golfers too but from a long time ago but they're so desperately working with the space that they have in yeah. very su expensive southern california park space as we've complained a billion times uh there's fucking there's almost no courses around here. Like they're so far apart, even though there's so much empty land in Southern California, it's ridiculous. But anyway, um, yeah. So West Coast Geek <laughs> says he's still waiting to get picked up because he was. I was joke. He was joking like, "When do I get to go?" Because he's been oh, up there golf? before. No, up to the lake. Oh, oh, god. So it. I was like, "He's like, what time are you picking me up Friday?" I was like, yeah. seven p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he wrote, "Where when am I get picked yeah. up?" And then Coltazar says, "Have you guys tried competitive axe throwing?" I oh, have yeah. I've not thrown discs, but I throw axes. Have you can, not, uh, but I watch those get bounced in people's faces when yeah. they hit wrong. Uh, but Quiltazar, you can listen back to. Is it on our SoundCloud feed or is it on? It is should it be gone in the free now? feed. Oh, it's on the free feed of Patreon, I think, right? Or the here. closet I'm knowledge. Sure we, yeah, I'm sure we put it on here. Yeah, but you can listen to our um, uh, closet knowledge disc golf. Closet knowledge disc golf. Closet knowledge uh, Renaissance martial arts episode too, because. I don't throw axes, but I swing axes and swords and all that shit, oh, too. Right, right, right. Um, but, um, yeah, I've always wanted to try the axe throwing thing. Um, I, I have it's big in Portland. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but any lumberjack zone yeah, yeah. of any kind. Sweden. Yes, places yes. Like that. And Quiltazar says, Rasta punks are the fucking trash. Yep. 
almost as bad as Carve. That is actually a, that actually is a perfect name for them. I don't know if I ever call them Rasta punks, but that really is what they are. Yeah, they're the worst part of both of those yeah. people. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, Bobani says I throw ropes. Have to bring it back. Oh. Yeah, throwing ropes is a classic, classic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richard Christie line mm-hmm. from Howard Stern because yeah. he would talk about <laughs> yeah. Peter North and that yeah. he would throw rope so their cum was so thick <laughs> yes. and long it was rope like uh, or shoelaces even have to bring it back though that's rough yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a catch rig's for yes 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 uh, Mr. Bigglesworth says he wants to give it a whirl so yeah, uh, yeah I'd it's super it fun it's there's a lot more to brands get into. and a lot more discs yes. since five years ago which yeah, is yeah. kind of crazy but um do some research. Go out there. Uh, you can always do the fucking the classic like uh, Innova brand I N N O V A starter set. Get it on well, Amazon. Well, he played five years ago. So oh, I'm uh, sure that's what he said. He Sorry. knows uh, for anyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like dtworld.com yeah. hash or hashtag promo code probing will yeah. get you zero percent off, right. but maybe noticed <laughs> by them for us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's where we go physically to buy discs yes. online. It's not bad yeah. their shipping is extremely fast yeah they're just really bad at like keeping up to date their site's just kind of set up yeah we? it just shows a disc but it's actually out of stock they will they'll never let you order an out of stock disc they usually. don't really think enough about a consumer but, uh, journey yeah okay yeah. <laughs> uh but they definitely uh have a shitload of stuff so that's where we go or yeah. even direct with like dynamicdisc.com yeah. I ordered from yeah direct from the brands I- infinite discs is like a huge retailer retailer oh, that OTB. also sponsors players <laughs> yeah well so does Just OTB player. discs yeah. they sponsor all the fucking events oh yeah too. that one dude that's on round one of the new the current tournament that I started watching on Jomez Pro mm-hmm. uh, Edwin or Edwin or Ed, Edridge something he's a infinite yeah. or OTB disc guy but anyway um, yeah there's so much they're, they're cheap to get into uh, wait, you mean pain? Well, you said, calm down, Spider-Man. They aren't yep. ready for an atomic blast of sheer <laughs> pleasure. Oh, you mean pain. <laughs> oh, well, he's a Cenobite. He's revealing oh, yeah. himself. He's only into <laughs> pleasure and pain. Back in the Czech Republic. Exactly. Oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the weed store. I Back in Germany now. Try, yeah. <laughs> try tapes. <laughs> uh, I'd have to listen to the Czech. Oh, no, I guess it's like on Barry. Like, hey, come on, the Magirhead. Because yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be it's Prague like, guys or whatever. Exactly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a fun weekend. Uh, the drive out there is fine until those last windy roads where... Like I've said. The only thing I got bummed about was that uh, Dorsch Gorner, who says he gets super car sick anyway, if I were driving, I wouldn't have driven like that if he was going to get car sick. Were you getting car sick? Yes, of oh, course. Oh, you should have said, because he's... Because we asked going in, does anyone get car sick? Yeah. Everyone said no. About, about five minutes in when I was like, oh, he speeds up into all these turns and point being long story short for you to tell him hey dorsh you should slow down a bit <laughs> is insane because you're a very confident driver well and i know and the you turns know those and roads. he doesn't know yeah because he, he oh my god like literally i told him during the ride i was like you literally speed do the opposite of how i would do everything on right, this right, right so um and especially because all of those roads don't pitch up on the corners they pitch there's a big hump in the middle of the street so if you turn hard out you're going to start rolling, but anyway. I've never seen um, a rolled car out there. Just Which is FYI, great. So. Um, but uh, just roll blunt. Huh? Yes. <laughs> roll dick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is a gnarly drive at the end of it. Oh, yeah. So it makes it basically, what, a four-hour trip total each way? For the most part, yeah. yeah. Um, but I have fun driving that, so I don't really consider it too much. But Yeah. No, I mean, again, you go out there every other week, basically, for about five months. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I wouldn't do that. Uh, I would go up again at some right. point. Um, no, I, I would expect if everyone had fun enough and wanted to go, like, go late spring, early summer, yeah. just 
because the water does it doesn't stay cold for a terribly long time, yeah. but it is nice to have it as something to go do. Right. So it's like May, it's still a little too cold, but June, it's like mm. that sweet spot of like 80s, 90s, and the water's warmed up enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like either that early summer, late spring. Yeah. Again, if you don't care about going in the water, you can go in fucking oh, April yeah, or May yeah. or whatever. Or like we did like this time of year, where again, it's that downshift. You're almost guaranteed to have cold nights. Yeah. The day's only going to peak out for a couple hours and then yeah, come yeah. back down. So yeah, the uh, heat during the day really wasn't bad. The yeah. bugs were annoying, but that's being at it. That's being in nature. Any, anywhere outside, <laughs> any camping is yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it was fun. Um, the The house was about as I expected. I didn't expect the entire structure to move so much when you walked on it. Which that's Matt also... said he didn't notice that either. But you know, oh, man. you guys were feeling it. Well, we also we really did get our sea legs because uh, rat basher. Oh. <laughs> brother of Rat Masher is Rat he Basher. Says my brother Rat Basher yeah. has arrived. <laughs> His eye, Rat Basher, brother of Rat Masher. All right. <laughs> There's like a the deep brother's sub group going. Oh, it, well, I'm not know. so subby. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's real. Yeah. Because uh, we did have a faux bandy at one point. We did. <laughs> But Bobini is such a only... staple. I mean, this Rat Masher yeah. character I've only seen today. So now there's only solo, Masher, solo Masher, Bandy. Only, so. There can be yeah. only one. Exactly. He performed the quickening, absorbed, absorbed the foe's power, and now it is only he yeah. that lives immortal. Beat it, Rodents, says <laughs> Bo Bandy. They're all welcome, Bo Bandy. They were here first. Uh. Not in like the scheme of things, but just today. Uh, I'll have to contact the Rat King to validate this <laughs> union of rat power. Well, uh, you better get those tickets to the Nutcracker soon, my oh friend, yes. even though yeah. it's probably not happening this year. We beat the rodents. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I'm not I'm not the biggest gearhead either, but I drove the UTV, which yeah. was fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, Gorsh got that going up to 60 when I took him out on oof, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Bick uh, many times rode your ruckus scooter to, quote, wake himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was getting too rides. sleepy. He took stuff. the UTV. <laughs> I could tell because he, just the way he's described his growing up of like going to the desert and yeah. having quads and motorcycles. Yeah, like yeah. once you have he's that, boy. yeah, it's like, and it's something you're into. It's definitely like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And you don't get to do it. And it sounds like he hasn't done it for a long time. So I think yeah. it was that taste of like. And you when you have oh, what, yeah, five that, vehicles, like, you have five rideable, rideable vehicles up there. Yeah. Two bikes, a dune buggy, a UTV, and a the ruckus. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, I could tell he just because I I get that too where it's like oh I just want to go drive around yeah, yeah. drive on trail drive yeah. whatever like um, speaking of there you go <laughs> ripping bikes uh, yeah I could tell that was that was getting him going it was just funny like <laughs> I gotta We're wake up yeah, go <laughs> I'm gonna go drive, drive the scooter <laughs> yeah because he again was that that yeah drinking he had a, you gotta you gotta time it right because day drinking can knock you the f yes, out yeah yeah. To get back, and, and he was on a steady cycle of edibles and smokes. Yeah. Let's Which go. That, that gummy was. I did enjoy that gummy. I'll probably ask him either for some or where he bought them to yeah, get yeah. some or whatever. But uh, Patreon has been good to Steve. Oh, <laughs> yeah, paying for that UTV, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice hot that Honda Kawasaki Mule Pro mm-hmm. MX. Um, but Bandy did miss it. But the Patreon money we actually spent on a brand new podcasting and twitching computer yeah, because this up. one is a pile of shit. Exactly. So thank you for yes. the support. We love you, Bo Bandy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? That's like that's like the production company of, of a porn movie yeah. at the beginning of it. <laughs> we love you, Bo. <laughs> Straight line video. <laughs> 
Specializing in only gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> straight to the line of your asshole. Straight rage. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of it. Tricking straight guys into fucking. <laughs> Girls. Or are they? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Came back. Where's it going? Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, those gummies. Because yeah. it, it did. It was a nice, like, relaxing yeah. without getting. Because I, I was scared because I'm like, dick, you know. Dicks just suck themselves. Dick tastes good. Yeah. Dick I feel good. Want it. No, but sometimes people who do the marijuana a lot yeah. don't know. It's not like us with beer. We're like, yes. Oh yeah, just drink this fucking fourteen percent style. You're yeah. cool. Just, You'll be it's cool. Man. Just have like one and then right. downshift to fucking this. It's right. like we would have no. five questions for that person before we offered that because a lot of someone. weed people are like, no, it's not bad. It's mellow. Right. To, to them, they're fucking. Which is his dad. His dad will 100% fuck you over, not on purpose. Yeah, they're but just because tolerance. He has, they're just don't think. He has no stoner empathy yeah, for, yeah. for uh, lightweights. Yeah. But so, Bic, you can trust. Yeah. No, yeah. so I, I was happy that, like, because when I ate that, I'm like, oh, God, if this thing fucking spins me, I'm going to be so yeah. bummed out. <laughs> like, just. Because yeah. you've had really bad experiences with weed. Yeah, where you just eat too much and you're like yeah. in hell for hours right. and there's literally nothing you can right. do about it. Right. So it's like, that's. Part yeah. of the reason I avoid all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, didn't, didn't feel high at all. I did stop drinking at least when a bunch. you're drunk, you can, like, puke and kind of fall asleep. Right. But when you're high, it's just, like, yeah. puking and just, like, your so spinning. Your mind is You fucked. can't relax and sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. It's, fucking it's more miserable. like a fever dream kind of feeling. Than, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> some of the worst nights yeah. I've ever had. But, no, this was, like, basically just a kind of a pain management mellow out yeah. one. Yeah. And, uh... I felt like my chronic knots just kind of like mellow out. Yeah, and, and like uh, you said, if you could time it right, that'd be a perfect pre/slash mid disc golf if you're feeling sore. Just yeah, he was like, have some strong coffee in one of those, and you'd be good to go. Yeah, yeah, kind of blend out the energy versus the calm. So. Right. Um, but yeah, and then the only really other notable thing is uh, the final morning, Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, okay. You're going to go there. I had. Uh, so we had, the sun rises here on the West Coast. Probably yes. get the light about six forty. Yeah. When yeah. it starts peeking up. Joey and I are sleeping not right next to each other, but close enough on the yeah. the front deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear some rustling, some <clears throat> some steps. Yeah. Then some movement, and Joey is gone yes. from the deck. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. He's going to the restroom. Yep. And take it from which there, which the restroom is. Check. Uh, <laughs> the restroom's a two minute walk, so it's like down a little street, up a little tiny hill. You can see it. You know, yeah. it's like if you could. There's a gully. You as can the, take this. As the crow it. flies, it would be a thirty second walk, but you have to just walk down. You said there was yeah. a shortcut. I never looked at the shortcut. It's dirt or, wa- and, or wanted to walk yeah, in the yeah. dirt in the middle of the night. Right. But oh, sorry. But uh, no, I got up to pee like right at like five fifty five. I had to pee really bad. We had had. Uh, very delicious pollo asada and carne asada uh, tacos the night before oh, that yes. you grilled up, and um, uh, <laughs> and then and I was feeling fine, never had any shit problems the whole time, and then that morning had to pee, was having some. As I tell my wife, I got when I have hot farts, I say, "Oh, I got the hots for you," oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, was having some of them hot farts. And I was like, please don't turn into a shit attack, please for the love of God, because like I have my sister and my and Pino and I. Genetically, all have kind of mild IBS in general. Nothing crazy, but just like much more sensitive than most people in general. Yeah, and um, and so and sometimes that carne asada salsa, you know, that spice eight thousand grams of protein yeah. from just crushing hand meat, um, it will get you. And so then I I laid back down in bed. I felt those fucking cramps starting. I was like, nope, go to sleep, clench your fucking ass, don't let Steve in again. Yeah, hurt uh, <laughs> enough the first knock, time. Knock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you call yourself the cramps. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna fuck yeah. me. <laughs> bad music for bad Joey. <laughs> uh, and like five minutes later, it's getting to be six oh five right now. The 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 light is 
just the tiniest like little prick starting to prick on the horizon. And I was like, if I'm going to shit, I need to start walking now and just suck it up because I need to suck up that shit. Not oh, yeah. mess. Suck it up because otherwise I'm going to be, if I, I, I literally said to myself, this might be an emergency side of the road shit on my walk there. And Which I can't. I've had some bad punchers, but I've never not made it. Yeah, this was. I didn't I've think had to where I can barely walk into this house. I didn't think anyway. I was not going to make it, but I didn't make it. Yeah. I also thought I'd make it like two thirds of the way. I made it one third of the way, right? Uh, maybe a quarter of the way. Uh, probably you know like two hundred excruciating steps, maybe. Yeah. And um, and just the, we'll walk down to the bottom of the property, uh, and under the cover of night. Uh, got to a tree, literally where you turn to go up the, st- the other street towards the building with the showers and the bathroom. And uh, I was like, nope, it's going to happen. I had a big roll of paper towels, dropped chow right in the dirt. And uh, luckily, no mess, no no short catching. I had just taken a big piss, so no dribbles on my shorts or mm-hmm. anything like that. Uh, very clean. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a big cow patty. And uh, I, you know, wiped wiped well enough to so that I could finish because I had another little load in there. Yeah. But it was an emergency now, so I could finish in the bathroom. Uh, finished luxuriously, <laughs> uh, washed my whole butt off, and then came back, picked up the teepee, threw it in the trash can where by where Dorsh and Nick were sleeping. Oh, you've ah. Oh. Did you smell it? No, no it's a hard closed still, trash can. Still, <laughs> that's getting left up there, so it's just rotting. No, don't think I. Oh, it'll be dry as a bone. I you threw it in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, no, because I had to mark where the poop was so I could clean it up later, and then I didn't. I just buried it. So, uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Next time, I just left you a tip. <laughs> Pro tip: huh? There is a hundred dollar bill yeah, in one of yeah. those paper towels. <laughs> Dig it out, boys. Brandon, you better go get yeah. that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the worst part. But yeah, definitely, if I went up again next time, I would just want to know where that uh, bucket toilet seat accessory you had, just in case. It's just it for had shitting on the ground, though. Like it's not going to do much. Sure, yeah. but I would still clean it. It would have, it'd have some dignity. Okay. Well, you can make it so you can just <laughs> dig a hole and it shits directly into the dirt. Oh, I thought it was a bucket, so no. I wouldn't have had yeah. time to dig a hole. Anyway. It would have. It, it wouldn't have been good. It, yeah. And again, the. The bucket aspects probably would have been worse than what happened. You don't want a case of bucket ass. Yeah. (laughs) And then I drove by later on the UTV, and I could see exactly where Joey shit, because I saw a pile of leaves and a pile of flies (laughs) where he told me the general area. I saw some dogs sniffing And I did see a dog walking away from it after smelling it vigorously. Oh, yes. Um, Bobaney says he's confused. Is it a house on the lake or a porch on the lake? And it's it's a hunter's cabin, if you will. So it's kind of like a studio apartment. Running water, electricity, but no bathroom. And like a quarter mile from the lake shore. Oh, if that. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty short. Uh, tiny but you li- have a to tiny drive. little drive with the UTV or Yeah, because everything's kind of very valley-esque over yeah. there. So you have to drive down. We have oh, two... my God, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but we have two launch ramp kind Classic of areas. Classic valley. <laughs> 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 two launch ramp kind of areas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like probably a five-minute walk to each, yeah. but you kind of have to drive down. The launch ramp is just glory holes. Exactly. It's, nice. it's, a, it's a launching station, <laughs> right. pre-prep. Uh, but yeah, it's got a nice dock and such. But people have built like full-on cabin houses. Yeah. We just ne- have never done that. Yes. So. There's there's the concrete foundation people who have made almost semi-permanent homes up there, yeah. or sometimes permanent. And there's the stilts people, yeah. like Steve's family. Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> rocking in our, if this If this shack's a rocking. Yeah. Come fuck us. <laughs> as long as no one's doing wind sprints on the deck, we're good. Exactly. <laughs> no, you really did get your sea legs because after that first night. See, people, I've never noticed a shake. People, much, well, yeah. you've also walked on there for a thousand years. No? Uh, no, but after the first night, I didn't notice it unless like Nick sat down in a chair hard yeah, or something like that. Yeah, if you, you go know? big. You know. um, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, 
Sometime I expect it to be yeah. more structurally sound if I go up there again. Well, we'll see. Because um, you said you're doing the foundation or something? No, I'm just going to pack in some of the retaining wall below mm. just so it doesn't slide at all over this next winter. Got it. Because uh, got to pack in the retaining wall. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> it's eroded, right? Yeah. So it's like I got to take it out, um, put in some cement, mm-hmm. some dirt, yeah. some wood, some stakes just to like build that in, yeah. hold in some of those posts. Yeah. And we'll be good to go, baby. Yeah. And then that next, that side deck regorsion, the Mercedes, where I want to rip it apart and start fresh. Yeah, that one was. Uh, I did feel like maybe we would step through the wood at some points on that. I one. have on the before we fixed it oh. uh, <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. But anyways, but it was a fun uh, outdoorsy adventure, uh, yeah. and it was. Uh, I mean, I was there for the disc golf for sure. Yeah, uh, but no, it was fun. And um, the water was nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's a very pretty lake, uh, very yeah. mellow, which was nice. Like it wasn't like. Because when you think of the lake, it's like Havasu or all right, these fucking trash people places. Raging. Yeah, um, but uh, a lot of a lot of Trump flags well, forever for their thirty nine other neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a, which yeah. Brandon's always like, yeah, I like messing with people. I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna get a Black Lives. I Matter like messing school. with people. But why do you have a flag that says I fuck kids? Yeah, yeah, come on, bro. Well, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna run a, a rainbow flag and a Black Lives <laughs> right. Matter flag. <laughs> no, 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 don't no, no. Like, oh, well, you said you like messing with why, people. Why, Brandon? Yeah, answer the question. <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, I did almost. I did perhaps get invited to an orgy. There was a legit movie playing. There but, was. You know. We, it, it was it was loud to cover up the orgy. We yeah, all the, know the what was going. There were no kids there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, should we take a break? And take a break. Get into it. And Qualtazar's only gotten turned on to Ras, old Rasputin. He says his life has changed. Mm. There's not a lot of stouts up north. Where? How far oh. north is Qualtazar? The fuck? Because if you're in Oregon or Seattle, there are plenty we can turn oh, you yeah. on to. Oh yeah, come on, bro. But we old Rasputin is good though. But is. We'll, we'll okay. be right back after we whack off. Oh, Are we off yet? Uh, oh, come on, I've Joe. already started whacking come off. Come on, Joe. Give me that dick into your, into your mouth. Ooh, are you going to give mouth. me the cramps? Yes. <laughs> bad music, like I said, for bad Joey. <laughs> Some, I need a new kind of kick, baby. <laughs> and then I can't. Mm-hmm. That was a funny rag. That's what that warm feeling in my yeah. asshole is. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the cramps. <laughs> we just put timestamps to skip to now, and we just still say that stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you came in my asshole, uh, huh? Oh, I'm Poison Ivy or, or yeah. Lux. God, what the fuck is that guy's name? Something Lux. Bane? The lead singer of the, the uh, Poison cramps. Ivy. Oh, I have no clue. Yeah, it's Lux something or something Lux. You're more of the um, uh, Matthew Broderick music man than I am. Yes, because you kept saying cramps. So. Yes, yes. He's the guy with metal teeth because he chewed on the oh, microphone. Oh, yes, that's right. They have all the icky, the icky art. Um, they have that guy with the. <laughs> oh boy! Here's the attention horror sneeze. <laughs> Going for seven this time. Who wants that id, baby? Mm-hmm. The Rona. What is this, Nanders? Oh, Neanderthal saying one, two, three. Finally made it to a live stream. Thanks for the laughs, guys. Always look forward to the weekly releases. One, two, three. <laughs> one, two. I like that you did it like a tracheotomy thing. Well, yeah, because that's how they like. It's even more fucked up. Now, now get right in your chest. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, just like flexing him. Like, (laughs) higher. And the face just like bug eyed out. (laughs) That's definitely his child molestation face. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, uh, Neanderthal saying one, two, three, I believe, is a longtime Patreon. Yes. There we go. <laughs> that's like the fire oh, sound. Yeah, that's like the fire sound in um, 
like oh, old right. NES and Super Nintendo games, like yeah, like, you the, like got fucked. You're up. in like playing a JRPG. I'm like, oh, the town is burning, and you just do that. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that deep crunkly crunk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Czar says they love us, and I don't need to fish for that attention. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode had no business being a double episode. This is a you know without commercials. This is an hour and twenty four like minutes. Ra- like I feel like we have to go back in time and just see like why yeah like why is this was there something happening in the world right or the history channel that like hey we need to have a double episode well, like yeah was this a halfway through point through the season they took a break and not even that's that's something? what i thought like, at first too but i i truly think because there's I have four more episodes before the season break um the half season break because yeah it's still 2013 um <laughs> all right no rap smash that i'm gonna leave before you guys get into the episode so i can okay. listen to it at work <laughs> Um, thanks for joining. Yeah, see you later, Rat Basher. Nice having you on Twitch.tv. Yeah, thanks for your, your brother showing up. Um, but yeah, the I th- I truly think that this episode was made because of the news of the void, the new the oh, new hundred eleven yeah. foot void being found in the Great Pyramid at Giza, because uh, that was like five months before they filmed this. So I'm sure this was like. Stop the presses! I gotta get to Rami yeah. out there, and he flew out for an emergency <laughs> train. <laughs> That's just Kevin Burns' answer. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. do you gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing. <laughs> Full summer rental. When we watched summer rental a few weeks ago, I did laugh my ass off at that. Yeah, again. yeah. It's always always a classic. Uh, hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> it's a private beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to the free beach sign. <laughs> oh, Bobani chat. Yeah. Seventies uh, burp sound. Oh, there we go. Chat. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this episode, uh, there was a lot of rehash and. It actually would have been a good episode if they, because there was arguably 28 to 35 minutes of on-location footage and interviews that they left into the hour and 24 minutes, and then the rest is, you know, old pictures and whatever, old footage, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or talking head moments. It's not like they were all rehashed. There was new talking head moments, but it would have been a very cool, tight episode if, oh, speaking of that, you have the fucking Black Mage from Final Fantasy, no. who is Orko, I know. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's the pixels from the Black Mage. Well, yeah, because um, they, they did 8-bit, Skeletor, 8-bit, mm-hmm. Orko. Yeah, um, but in the so Final Fantasy 1 style. But, um, very much. Uh, but yeah, they, it would have been a tight episode if they would have just kept it high quality, stayed in Cairo or, or you know all the, all the various areas in Egypt most of the time. Yeah. Um, because they didn't even... I thought they were going to wander to like pyramids, you know, Aztec pyramids and Inca yeah. pyramids and... Maybe even Eastern Europe, Bosnian period. See these uh, balls everywhere. It's that guy's never on the show anymore, but he's so memorable. I've got a mohawk. Didn't he have like a weird yes. fucked up haircut exactly. and like clear white hair? I have to appear. I have to be in the Bosnian Indiana Jones. <laughs> I got killed. known for his cool hair. Yeah, <laughs> getting his brains blown out. Oh, I think it was his hat. Yeah. No, no, it was what you wondered. It was under the hat. Oh yes. Uh, but I got a hat. <laughs> Now I don't have a hat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this episode drags on quite a bit. Um, they explain, like, I mean, if it's, again, if it was your first time watching Ancient Aliens or you wanted a documentary that was kind of quirky about the pyramids, then fine. But sure. people watching this show that would want to watch a two-hour-long episode, they're not going to be first-timers watching this right. fucking show. They're going to be Ancient Aliens fans, so... Um, and again, like I said, on the Ancient Aliens group, people have commented and said, oh, this is going to be rehash season. This is going to mm-hmm. be fucking whatever. So, 
Um, yeah, the the stuff with uh, you know very Rami Romani heavy episode. I remember them showing clips of this at AlienCon 2018 with the whole Imhotep part. Yeah. Um, and which I think they did again in the panel, or he did again in the panel, or something. And it was weird. They just filmed them in line for the uh, the mummy ride in Universal Studios mm -hmm. with the and actor that just, played him too. Yeah. yeah, and then just on the ride and just freaking the fuck exactly. out. <laughs> 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 which inside baseball, I guess. Again, if yes. you've not been on the ride, I don't know what the Florida experience I'm is like. Joseph from yeah. the Bible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You are doomed, <laughs> and just like and maybe I am Enoch. I don't I know. I think, I think, I still fuck faster than that ride because that ride is done so quick, so fast. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, so am I. Because okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like this tight in very. It's where ET used to be, right? Right. And it's just a very tight roller coaster of like twenty seconds. Boom. Yeah. Backwards. Maybe twenty more seconds backwards and you're done. done yeah. And it's like holy shit. And it's People probably one of those three an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Is that still around the mummy ride? Oh yeah, because it took over ET and they have yeah. had nothing else to take over. Right. It's just such a fault, small fucking space. Uh Bobani says, I'm surprised uh they Egypt at the At all consider Egypt's in the title. It goes against their ethos. Oh. Because he's saying they're usually off topic of the title. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um it is also this is one of the weirdest episode titles as well like earth station egypt like they right. don't really do a good job like i would understand if uh and i get what their Moon whole point is saying that egypt. yeah it's, it's like saying <laughs> hey earth was a was a space station for extraterrestrial yeah. gods like fine but and here's the headquarters it would have been cooler if like they were trying to prove that the entire great pyramid was a ship or something like that right. but which they constantly do show yeah yeah giant pyramid shaped ships but Just really those around. are the ben ben stones i guess um but yeah the the footage with rami and giorgio is fine there is a little too much of Giorgio talking at Rami, and he's just going, mm, mm, like, okay. pensively just kind of, like, okay. taking the information yeah. in. There are some cool parts of the episode. Again, it just didn't need the extra 45 minutes without commercials of yeah. filler in there. So we start off in Cairo. Rami's fucking just completely calm, completely cool, driving the mean streets of, of Egyptian traffic, which look like looks like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. There's no lane lines. <laughs> They're just people weaving in and out, whatever. Oh, yeah. It's just as our private driver from Egypt yes. said, he's like, I know how to drive a car, but I didn't know how to drive. Exactly. Because yeah. it's just all fucked There's up. no rules over there. Yeah. Uh, just right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I grew up in the Outback Steakhouse in Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the brown bread of uh, pumpernickel yeah. and uh, herb butter. Which is actually a sacrilegious yeah. in Egypt. But, you know, whatever. You know. Fuck it. But the Australian women, ooh, so hot. Ooh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> ooh. Then, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> You know, ooh. I love to make my little monkeys, with her, <laughs> which is what he called his children. Yes, little exactly. monkeys. Yeah, they were running all over him. Um, but uh, we get our first Sukler here in the car, and he's like, "It has been eighteen years since I visited Egypt, and I can't wait to see everything with new eyes." Uh, and then there, in the back of this van, is this creepy uh, Milanese uh, ast or archaeo astro astronomer archaeo astronomer okay uh, i spelled it very right, weird right. in my notes I, I i literally spell it archaeo astrologist <laughs> which is a mix of astronomer and astrologist and, and australian one of them is completely <laughs> wrong <laughs> hey uh do you or uh, do you remember this van <laughs> this is what i brought you to that outback steakhouse <laughs> to raise you as an indentured servant <laughs> to serve pampernico yeah, huh? 
Bloomin' onion. <laughs> well, we make it a little cheaper. It's pumper penny down there. Yeah. And the onion only blooms a little. Yeah. It's, a, it's a scallion. It's a yeah, green yeah, onion. Yeah. <laughs> they just like strip it. Oh, yeah. Um, burnt but, fried. Uh, yeah, burnt broad. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dr. Uh, Giulio Mali is in the back. He says like two things this entire episode. Um, but he is an archaeoastronomer. He has, I don't know, a couple fucking comments. Um, Rami reminds Giorgio that the Great Pyramid is not only one of the ancient, seven ancient wonders of the world, it's the only one still standing, which is interesting in and of itself. Um, and so the the big story, that the big catalyst for this trip is the 2017 story, December, that there was a uh, mystery void. Uh, the mystery lodge nice. from Knott's Berry Farm was discovered. The, and that's where I got some free pogs. Yeah. <laughs> Bobini <laughs> said, "Too bad Sukes wasn't there during the Arab Spring to get you know exactly. fucked up." Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they found a giant void with uh, what do they call that? Uh, muography. Yes. So it's some sort of like it's where ra- the Mogwais came from. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They pour water in various areas and yeah. see if gremlins pop out. Of exactly. It. And yeah. th- that's why there's little sunlight. Yeah. It's just mostly so you know when it's after midnight. Right. Or right. So. Actually, I guess, sorry, the Mogwais would pour out. They then throw leftover chicken in there to see if gremlins pop out. Exactly, that old fried chicken. <laughs> That's what most of the shafts were for, is for leftover chicken. Yeah, just that slot. I cannot find a gif of the slop chicken scene. Of I thought you eating. sent me one one time. Maybe. I'll have to look it up. Mm. I feel like I've looked and haven't. Because there's the one of him all bug-eyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I find one? Maybe I This maybe was like I years did. ago at this point, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like she's chewing on snot. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't feed him a wad of snot after yeah, midnight, yeah, okay? Right. Yeah. These guys go nut for that. Prop. Hey, what are you hawking a loogie in the Mogwai bin for? <laughs> I feed whatever I want. I don't know. I was lubing his ass up. Yeah. Um, but I drank some milk before, and I thought it'd be nice and greased. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this big void was found. This is really the only... Uh, oh, speaking of. Uh, this is really the only major find in... The Great Pyramid since the 19th century, which is that's actually one of the coolest points in this episode where it's like that puts a lot uh, about Egyptology into perspective and how quickly or lack thereof the actual exploration of this fucking thing that nobody shuts up about. It's like we know jack shit about it because there's so many fucking uh, I was gonna say leather ropes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leather dad. What is it? Velvet rope. What? What? Like when you know, like what's that yeah, term? Rope, sure. Red tape Red is what tape, I was thinking of. Okay. But yeah, because like, <laughs> you're the doing leather, the velvet rope thing. Leather like, okay, rope. Okay, sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, there's usually pleather lo- ropes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, whatever Naga hide the stuff yeah. from the diners. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, nobody shuts up about this place, and yet it's apparently under fucking lock and key because multiple times at multiple locations, Rami's like. You know, nobody is allowed in here except me. Yes. And now you, George. Yes. Like, so he's like saying, I get you special, which yeah. that's fine. They also have that fucking dickhead who is mostly responsible for why Egyptology sucks now. Um, the Hawass guy or whatever. Oh, right. He's been doing pop culture pyramid documentaries and shows since the fucking 80s. So he's like clearly one of those guys that has a, a huge head. Um, Thick I mean, boy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, his ego is a thick boy. Uh, yes. Um, but, uh, and he's. I am glad they have him on there because they literally say, like, and I'm skipping ahead, but like they do say, friend of the family and, you know, master Egyptologist, whatever this, you know. But they're literally asking him, like, the tough questions. And he just, the way he talks is so fucking smug. That's the problem. He's just like, of course we look in there. And I found it personally. 
that that wasn't true. So fuck off. And it's just like right. he didn't say fuck off, but it's just like all of his shit's just I like did. everything yes, I did. Exactly. It's so great. No, he's like a I Donald checked. Trump. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah ex- yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we'll get there though. But um, uh, so we get a suit alert here, and he says after commenting on the finding of this vote, he's like, it opens up the whole discussion to more questions and to new answers to those questions. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be cynical, but when religious zealots like Giorgio find these new gaps to explore, mm-hmm. um, it kind of sucks because they just want to fill those gaps to be like the Richard Dawkins, to quote Richard Dawkins, like the God of gaps thing. Right. Religious zealots will fill in any unknown answer with, oh, we'll see, that's God. Or that's where the gods come in. Or for Giorgio, it's, well, of course, that's ancient aliens. Like, if we can't explain it yet, ancient aliens, yeah. you know? So, um, And Coltazar says there's no way in hell he could re- uh, resist Rami Romani's smooth-talking methods. Mm. He will do whatever he wants. Oh, he was, if you watch closely, he's looking down oh, he's uh, from the passenger sheet at his shorts the whole, fu- oh, yeah. at his cargo pants the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. Ripped open chest. Looking for that Khufu down there. Uses Jedi mind tricks, says Bobby Andy. <laughs> that BKE, that big Khufu energy. Oh, yeah, big Khufu. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, Neanderthals having a two thousand oh, no. number two thousand issue with the feed, so I'm out. Hmm. Thanks again. That must be the error code or something. Laughing again. Yeah, because I'm not getting any uh, issues on the Twitch. Because yeah. usually I get alerts if it's like a shitty connection or something. Yeah, we'll have to look at what that yeah. error code means. But, um, but anyway, so uh, they're they're now outside at the pyramid. They're all marveling at the size of the pyramid. Yeah. And Sooks is like, he's like. I have goosebumps on my calves right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Is that like a place that's known for never getting goosebumps? So this must yeah, be crazy. All the way up my um, body. They, they asked the question, because uh, the, the Great Pyramid is classically attributed to Khufu, uh, building the pyramid. Um, in the 19th century, the guy that kind of discovered all the interior of the pyramid was Colonel Weiss. We've talked about him on previous episodes. There was like what supposedly is a famous forgery uh, by his own team, um, in his own personal journal, he never mentioned hieroglyphics. Like he had extremely detailed notes, and then he had a public-facing article that he published about his findings in yeah. the pyramid. In the public-facing article, apparently his team forged that. Literally, I saw hieroglyphics that said this was built by Emperor Khufu and these whatever. Yeah, he never actually apparently found that, so it's not really confirmed that it's by Khufu. That's really the only piece of evidence that it's from Khufu. Um, and so they're asking this question, you're like, if it wasn't Khufu, then who built Hoo-hoo. this thing, right? Yes. Khufu. <laughs> Khufu. Um, we get Childress Chime in here, and he says, uh, uh, one of the problems with Egyptology is that, I do like that about this episode, it's ca- it's kind of lightly calling out, like, this episode's kind of an anti-dogmatic um, Egyptology episode, and it's kind of like calling to, like, when at the very end when they're smoking a hookah pipe outside the pyramid, very romantic right, moment. Right, right. They're basically saying, like, Rami's like, I really love that you're open-minded and that hopefully other people will be open-minded. Like, Because he's like, I want people to ask questions and discuss. I don't want, like, this fucking Hawass guy. He doesn't say that, but it's clear. This guy needs to die and yeah. go away. And people like me and you, Giorgio, and other open-minded people need to start being open-minded about exploring Egypt, yeah. using new technology that doesn't actually, you know, we don't have to use fucking dynamite to blow up a pit now. Right. And maybe destroy everything in there. And, and it's okay to challenge the status quo. Right. We can prove ourselves right. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, 
worst case, we're wrong and we can change shit up. Right. We don't look the, again. It's just looking weak, looking stupid. Like exactly. Oh God! If 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 someone challenges us and we're and they're right, we're right. idiots. It's like, but then you're still wrong. Right. Like just fucking admit exactly. it and move on. And it's like, also like, hey, idiots! Do you know how many more fucking <laughs> tourists will come there if you're unveiling new evidence about right, the right. fucking pyramid? Like. It's so fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah. Childers Times and he says, one of the problems with uh, Egyptology is that it's something that started in the late 1800s and a lot of it is sort of solidified within the, the university system. So that's another critique of that too. Like we've yeah. talked about that cycle of bullshit before. If you can't get grants, if you don't, you won't get grants if you don't fulfill the dogma yeah. because then students will think you're, or parents of students will think you're a crackpot. So then the cycle just, just yeah, the, creates the science community will shit on that news. school and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Grant's like me, he's a digger. Right. You know, we all get it. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're discovering new things all the time that completely shakes the foundations of what they thought they knew about ancient Egypt. And we're even finding structures in Egypt that are <coughs> older than the Egyptologists say. Um, and the, the new theory in this, at the time of this episode, which is 2018, is that the pyramid is over 10,000 years old and possibly predating the Great Flood. Um, Rami takes them inside, cuts to a, the next segment dramatically. They're headed up to the Grand Gallery, um, which is crazy because it's a very thin room that's just very tall. Um, we're, of course, thinking of like a fucking European yeah. museum or something. But, yeah, vaulted um, Yeah, but... Um, uh, they keep marveling at how big the space is and the the stones and everything. And so Sooks is like knocking on the stones in the Grand Gallery. And he's like, now what kind of stone is, is used in here? And Rami's like, Rami rams it in. Oh, I keep yeah. forgetting that. Hmm. Um, and he's like, unlike the rest of the pyramid, which is limestone, this is red granite, which is not found locally. And then Dr. Modley is like, uh, yes, it's from Aswan, a thousand kilometers a away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Making the point that wow, getting this fucking heavy granite, what red granite was a six hundred mile trek. You Something, know, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, Childress confirms that no Egyptian pharaoh has ever been found in a pyramid before. It's like such a common misconception. Um, Childress doesn't need to be in this episode at all. There's a lot of times where they have him, or later in the episode, fucking Medallion Man William Henry. Like, I'm like, why isn't just Rami explaining all of this all the time? Like. Again, this could have been a perfect forty-five minute episode mm -hmm. with just Rami and Giorgio. Like it could, it would have yeah. been unique. It would have been a change of pace, and it would have been better in-your-face evidence on location. Um, and they do shoot things beautifully. Obviously, their crew, their their yeah, equipment yeah. and stuff is very nice, and their crew's good. But um, again, not sure why they had to add in a bunch of other people who aren't Egyptologists to talk for Rami. I don't know. Right, but right. Um, oh, and then. Another Sukler here he says, uh, he says, he asked the million dollar question. He's like, million dollar, the million dollar question from Beastmaster. Door, door. Um, he's like, in your opinion, what is inside that great void that was discovered? And Dr. Molly, he goes on a long time. He's like, uh, there is one possibility. And he just explains that um, the ancient pyramid texts mention. That the great pharaoh real would fulfill his destiny and sit on an iron throne. And he's talking about how the only Game iron, yes, exactly, <laughs> the only iron around in Egypt, which the height of Egypt was during the Bronze Age, which iron forging didn't come till, well, hot iron forging wouldn't come till 1200 years after it was over. They would start to, you know, the Bronze Age ends and they start to cold forge, they just hammer iron into place. But, um, but, but uh, they would use meteoritic. Iron. So if a meteorite hit, which was very rare in itself, yeah. 
and hit in Egypt enough to grab it and didn't destroy something, they could get iron out of that because we've talked about the Tutankhamun dagger before, which was made of iron, of meteoritic right. iron. So if there was a throne, it came from space, basically. Yeah. So, which is kind of cool. Um, uh, Jonathan Young is on here for I think maybe the first or second time in uh, season thirteen, and he talks he talks about. Osiris reincarnating into Horus, and then Horus is who every pharaoh is reincarnating. So right. there's the Osiris, Horus, pharaoh connection. They're all the same soul, basically, um, which is why the pharaoh is this divine figure in ancient Egypt. And um, uh, But Osiris was the guy <laughs> with that's always depicted in that iron throne right. as well. So, um, so they kind of loop back to it later, but they're wondering. <laughs> spoiler alert, we don't find out. I looked up articles. We still haven't found out what the fuck's in there. There was an article from a week ago that seemed like a weird website, but saying that some Japanese team that has access to use that muography because they're they're it's a radiation kind of imaging system that can see muons, okay. which are a particle type, and so which lets them see yeah. what's in there. I don't it's know. It's in like color rouge. Oh, mu- muon yeah. rouge. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but I don't prefer marmalade. <laughs> Just a bit of raspberry jam. Rah, marmalade's uh, fucked up. Rah. Fuck you, Penny. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're saying that like they're on the verge, like COVID has delayed it, but they're on the verge of finally imaging that void, and hopefully we'll see what's in there. Mm-hmm. My guess, it's going to be nothing. Hope, but maybe there's maybe art they nerf, can see. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's nerf or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I hope it's something cool. If there was a fucking chair in there, I would be yeah. stoked. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, but... Um, Medallion. Oh, sorry. And the that Iron Throne is why Osiris's brother Set, the the snake god, his yeah. you know, evil brother, uh, murdered Osiris and ripped his body parts apart and spread them, you know, to the all four quarters of the fucking compass, and because um, he wanted that chair for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of people, like he wanted to be king, but they're making the point like he wanted the power of that fucking technological yeah, yeah. chair. Uh, which it, later on they're like, oh, that chair transports you like it's like a VR chair or it's like a consciousness transporting chair or something like that. Um, Medallion Man William Henry comes on with an amulet assertion. I think I gotta get rid of that. Just Medallion Man. Yeah. Um, but uh, he says, now these thrones are depicted as are always depicted as feathered because they are ascension vehicles that take them to the stars and back. Um, so saying that like because they talked about that about two episodes ago about these feathered thrones that were depicted in spaceships or on Mount Sinai or whatever, they come back to that again. Uh, Rami rams it in here and he says, now I think it's very possible that the throne is in that void. And what if all this that we're looking at here in the gallery and everywhere is just a decoy? And I was like, oh, it's kind of cool that he's a little, not conspiratorial, but he's very like, what the, if they wanted to hide this thing at the kind of top middle part of the pyramid, which I would assume was very difficult. Mm-hmm. It must be something very important in there. Um, so I don't know, but I wish they would have gone a little more in depth as to why specifically he thought. Like, like I wish he would have said, like, "Oh, we found these two other artifacts that are always mentioned in here and here." We're, so now that lets us assume that this might be here. But there's no like video game slash Indiana Jones logic to it. He's just like, "I think it's there." Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, and I'm assuming there is evidence. I'm not saying they're wrong. The Dr. Mogli guy, he's a you know an Egyptologist studying guy, so maybe because he thinks that there's a reason. There must be there must be some sort of evidence. I wish they would have just shown it textually, right? Yeah. So Bobain says, why hit it? Why hit it in the biggest thing on earth? Why hide it? Hide in it the in the biggest, biggest thing. thing yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, but obviously it's difficult to get there. Yeah. I guess you know. Um, 
But um, ba, 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 ba. Um, so it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so like they do this kind of weird thing a couple times, which I don't like, where Sooks is talking to Rami, and you know he's kind of just prattling on at times, and Rami's just like nodding, and then he's like. Yeah, you're right. And then, it, but it's like it's clearly in the middle of a sentence, and then they just cut yeah. away. <laughs> I'm like, just let him finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even if he didn't disagree, I want to hear the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I don't need more William Henry in the episode. I'd rather have Rami talking. Yeah, but yeah. Um, they do mention uh, Christopher Dunn for the first time. We're done here in oh, a yeah. very long time. I heard time. him coming back. I was like, ooh, it's all old footage though. Yeah, even oh, yeah. the talking, you can tell because the resolution's just slightly shittier. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's but, in four uh, three instead of the <laughs> widescreen. Yeah, it's black and white. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, please adjust your tracking for my segment okay. here. It's like a quick, a quick note from yeah. Christopher Dunn. Update, yeah. Go to <laughs> settings, go down, scroll, delay. If you need to order an RF adapter for this for my yeah. segment of the show. <laughs> please do so on Amazon.com. My brother runs an old electronic yeah. shop. Uh, he's just gotten on the World Wide Web to sell <laughs> your products. No, but uh, So he he's on here showing like, his little experiment with the zinc and the hydrochloric acid and how that makes microwave energy Batteries and all stuff. And shit. Um, but um, he says, now you have to remember pyramids were actually geomechanical devices. Uh, in, other, in other words, they were attached to the earth. They were then tuned to vibrate with the frequencies of the earth and they converted the energies of the earth into electromagnetic energy. The Great Pyramid is probably the most precise structure ever built on the planet. Um, he's the guy that in the first couple seasons that would just like, yeah. you can't fit a piece of paper in here. You can't, it's a perfect it's 90 super, degree angle. Yeah. Like It's super tight, just now, like I wish my wife was. And I don't hate Christopher Dunn or anything, but like he would, he's the guy that uh, he got popular because he was the first guy to core out, uh, to, to prove how difficult it would be to core out a chunk of limestone with like the whole, or sorry, in the H blocks or whatever right. at Pumapunku. Like, He's like, now this is basalt, and you'd have to have some fucking laser drill to do this, and it's, you know. Some crazy medicine. (laughs) Some strange brew, (laughs) Yehoza. My brother's drunk. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But And then they show his little experiment there, which he just shows, it's fine. It just shows that zinc with hydrochloric acid makes fire come out the top, when it's like, you guys are trying to show that, like, when that happens... It makes the water below it like resonate and shake it, and that makes the end. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, very a weird. chemical reaction, right? So, which d- but doesn't okay. make fire. It makes I don't know. It makes hot. Yeah, it shoots Zenith brand microwaves okay. out the top of. <laughs> Those uh, were TVs that were built to last. That's what it was. That iron chair in the other episode a couple weeks ago was like um, the original creator god who was Osiris's father or something like that. He was the god that could sit in that chair and come up with reality from his mm. mind. So, uh, which they made zero right. connection to that in this. I don't know right. why. And Bobini says maybe the title refers to the power station. Mm. Space maybe, station yeah, it's like a gas like, station yeah, for the yeah. ships. Um, and Coltsar also believes that the reason they cut Rami off is because Sooks knows Rami's going to get all that sweet tang. Exactly. So he's got to put him in his place. I want to meet that wife of yours. Yes. <laughs> I believe um, Crooks. Crooks. She's a crooks, huh? I will give her all nine inches of coof. Have you listened to the new Crooks and Castles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met my friend Sal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I just forgot the name of the one very popular song. He's just like packing yeah, boxes yeah, of pyramid yeah. rocks yeah. and selling them. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got the beanie just very tightly yeah. on the, the bulb <laughs> of his head. Uh, we're going to go to the fucking show tonight. Yeah, going to get drunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you drank. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're now headed to the Sphinx, 
Um, and uh, this is where this is where Rami's like, you know, nobody is allowed like right down there between the paws of the Sphinx except you or me. And now you, Giorgio. Yeah, and then it cuts night, baby. And then it cuts to like. Dr. Havas joins George, and it's like, okay, well, of yeah, course he's, I guess, there people. too. And but, the cameraman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it is, again, the, the locations on this are great, because they're inside where tourists can't really go. Yeah. Souks hasn't been there for 18 years, exactly. 17 years. Right. On site in 2017. Oh, he could fuck so many guys now legally oh, that he yes. couldn't before. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying before, Havas is a huge reason why Egyptology kind of sucks. He's like the anti-Von von Daniken. Yeah. He's the same kind of level of just like loudmouth, boisterous kind of crackpot, but he's dogmatic. Where Von Daniken's very like you know counterculture and whatever. Although they're both they're both very dogmatic in their own uh, um, th- theories of th- of whatever realms of thought. Right, I guess right, I'm right. trying to say. Ooh, the thought realm. Uh, <laughs> thought realm dot triple X. Only pleasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like. Quotes a little Cenobite, but it crosses yeah. out the pain. Only pleasure. Yeah, only pleasure. <laughs> um, but uh, now they're talking about how old the Sphinx is. And I fucking called it. Like two minutes before he shows up, I'm like, it's going to be a shockwave oh, yeah. on this. Oh, but yeah. uh, And it did not disappoint. But, um, of course, they think that there's some evidence that the Sphinx was built at the same exact time the Great Pyramid was built by Khufu. Right. Um, it's it's right in front of the plaza. It's also rumored that there's another one 300 feet north, so there's a symmetrical kind of entrance to the, mm-hmm. the road to the Great Pyramid. Um, because they did say that the Egyptians, the Egyptians do love symmetry. Most old, right. old world cultures did. Um, and so they're talking about how on the this big kind of like, it looks like a big tombstone, but it's a stela, and it's the dream stela. I'm the dream stela. Yeah. Um, the Dream Steel, we've talked about this before. It's all about this guy, uh, Tutmos, who was like the beginning of the line of Akhenaten and King Tut and all this stuff. Basically, the sp- the spirit of the Sphinx came to him in a dream and was like, hey, I'm fucking buried underground. I'm going to die. Please go dig me out. Yeah, yeah. He goes and digs out the Sphinx, which apparently had a different face at the time, too, because the new head is very small and human. And it's supposed to, it likely was Anubis or a lion or something like that. Um, but uh, And it also told him in the dream that. If you dig me out of here, you will become the king, and you will you will rule over everything that the large disc in the sky, the flashing eye of the Lord of All, touches, which is clearly the sun. <laughs> um, and then they make a big leap and go, because Akhenaten was technically, which even though it's dumb because they're like he was an alien on this, this very show, um, he was apparently descended from Tutmos, and therefore, they're saying that they're doing a little reverse engineering and saying, oh, the Sphinx deity was telling Tutmos that he should worship the Aten, which is like the sun disk. It's like, but the, they literally call the sun like the Eye of Ra, who is the fucking ruler. Like, he's the head guy. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, they, they, any chance to, to throw Akhenaten in there, they, they want to throw, they want to always fucking show elongated skulls on right, the show. Right, right, um, Maybe the Sphinx was built from the first, but there was. Permit, permit delay with the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, shut it all down. down. <laughs> it's down. not up to code. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in here with the Akhenaten shit, and he goes, "Was the Aten in fact some kind of UFO spaceship?" <laughs> Just like, why do you have to say UFO spaceship? Right, right. That's hovering over Egypt as an eye in the sky, gay eye in the sky. Yes. Uh, and is guiding Egyptian civilization. I'm like, that is really overthought. A lot of stretching. It could just be that they worship the sun like every other culture right. did. 
Um, now, if now if you were like if they were trying to make the point like oh they worship this star that moved around faster than the other stars, I'd be like oh it's kind of cool like whatever. Yeah. But it's just the fucking sun. Um, Sorry, I got a little boob situation. That's right. fine. Uh, Rami calls out that both mainstream archaeology and Egyptology um, are really just guesses. So, which is kind of cool too. Like he he really is the new school of Egyptology. Yes. So. Um, also, <laughs> kudos to that guy Havas for even being on the show, though. But I think he likes being on shows like this to try to shut down the fucking any of the counterculture yeah. kind of thought or whatever. Um, and he just again has that shit eating fucking grin with everything yeah. he fucking says. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wrote, they ask Havas, and he's a fucking prick. Uh, and so they're they're asking about the erosion around the Sphinx, and he literally just goes like, "No, I was down there." And I, we found that the tunnels under there were only 500 years old. And what? And it's like he's assuming that because some pottery was that old that the tunnels have to be exactly the same age, too, right, which right, is right. dumb. Uh, but first, we get a shockwave with Robert Shock, a.k.a. Geology Jesus. Oh, yes. Um, and he says... Now, and during my research, because again, he had a pr- he's had a mul- like multiple I feel trips like he over there. Different, right? Like this was. I think this was a new segment. Newer, yeah. yeah, he had shorter hair, a little less of the the cave, the Geico caveman yeah, look. Yeah. Um, not that he doesn't look like that, but just a little more just, refined. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got he's, some Botox in his. He's, <laughs> he's had many trips to Egypt to study this shit, um, and he was really the first guy to to dig his heels in and go, "No, you're wrong." Here's yeah. all these dozens and dozens of pieces of evidence of what rain erosion versus wind erosion looks like, and this right. clearly fucking is rain erosion, yeah. which then takes this long versus this long, which also then goes, now this must be fucking older because there has not been rain like that for at least like 7,000 years, years in the region. Yeah. and So, you know, so yeah. uh, he said, uh, I found an incredible discrepancy between what we see on the Sphinx and the other structures in the Giza Plateau. Now here we have a photograph, and he's looking at a picture of the left wall of the Sphinx, and he's and he's like, I cut some of this out, but he's like, now here's the left wall, here's the rump of the Sphinx, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like the rump of the Eating Sphinx. The ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, now when you look at the lines of the rock or strata, as we say geologically, you can see the weathering patterns have a sort of a rounded, rolling profile to them, and this is caused by rain being down and running over the rock. And this was very evident to me as a geologist, meaning this had to go back to an older climatic period. Um, I think that's pretty much it for him on yeah. the show. Quetzalcar basically says you have to be a little crazy to push the limits. So basically, even though you're, if you could be wrong, at least you're pushing the limits, which mm-hmm. could lead to a new discovery. Exactly. To be like a cryptozoologist, like or Stephen Brody like Stevens. Yeah. Let's... Pushed it to the limit. Took it to the limit. Uh, Sadly, killed himself. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but to say there's sure. like a. Uh, a Bigfoot. It's like, well, yeah. maybe there wasn't Bigfoot, but we actually found this other new creature. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have to go, go push it beyond. Maybe it's not an inter- interdimensional, you know, fucking yeah, space ape, space thing. ape thing or whatever. Yeah. But no, you're right. Yeah. It's like you have to you have to go here to try to get to here. Otherwise, yeah. you'll always be stuck at here. Right. Right. Down here. No one's pushing. <laughs> Speaking of sense. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah. So the whole point is. 4,500 years is not enough time for that kind of erosion to be on those on that depth of walls, yeah. right? Um, and it is crazy because it's like the fucking Egyptologist, he can hire his own fucking geologist and say whatever the right. fuck he wants because I'm – the Egypt is as, – as our driver told us, the Egyptian government is 
pretty much just a, a regime change, an overthrow, and a coup. Another regime right. change, overthrow, and a so coup. So it has sub little kind of governments oh, within, yes. which is this Egyptology, right? Like kind of is its own organization. Like, yeah, cool. We're gonna get a new boss, but whatever. Fuck right. it. We've we've been here the longest. We're not gonna change. So right. they can do whatever the fuck. I would they want. I would guess that like the minister of tourism. <laughs> Later, so they give it five stars, but Apple says it won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> Spamming. Yeah. Um, no, I would assume that like the minister of tourism is like a, a very powerful person in Egypt yeah. or something. Well, there's know? people that say that you should just blow the whole pyramids up and make a fucking mall. Exactly. Because yeah. to them, they're like, well, I'm a, a Muslim. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about these religions. Get fucked. Right. And they're like, people like are shocked. Yeah. And they're like, well, they, they you're took, from America. They took down the Santa Claus on Santa Claus Lane exactly. on the yeah. 101. Fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, but then they go, well, you're from America and you shit all over your Native American culture and blew up all their shit right. and made shitty fucking malls. So why are, why should we be any different? Exactly. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, I can't really argue. Sorry. <laughs> Without being hypocritical. Yeah. Um, we head to uh, everyone's favorite casino, the Luxor in 1822. See that light coming in yeah. off the old 15 and you know you're almost there. Uh, and they're talking about the Turin papyrus um, being found uh, by some French archaeologist. And this is where bread. This is where the uh, (laughs) this is where the um, the the written lineage of and basically this was ripped into three hundred pieces and he pieced it all together, and so this is where we have evidence of the lineage of all the pharaohs that we know in the New Kingdom, which is what (laughs) we consider ancient Egypt. Then there were uh, pharaohs that date way older, back oh, to thirty six thousand oh, years they ago. <laughs> they don't date younger. And then the original, the the like the furthest most most column is the gods uh, right. themselves, and showing this lineage from these gods of these pharaohs to now the pharaohs you know and love. And so um, uh, that's on display out there somewhere too. But um, the tour, or, or sorry, it's a, I don't know if it still is there, but that's where it was put back together. Was back in Milan, Italy. Um, in Turin, whatever, the Turin yeah. area. Uh, we get a Sukler here, and he says, the implications of this are staggering because this would rewrite human history as we know it. Um, Sukes actually lauds Graham Hancock and Robert Bovell. I mean, Robert Bovell's not, neither of them are a surprise, other than Graham Hancock probably will not ever be on this show again. He was right, on, like, right. he was on in clips that they probably got the rights to play. Right. I don't think he was ever interviewed by Prometheus Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was, and then it was done, but saw the direction of the show. Yeah. But, um, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we're cutting down swaths of trees in the Amazon rainforest so we can plant soybean farms so we can make fucking hair gel for Giorgio. <laughs> <laughs> um, Protein scrunt. But, um, but it, he's, he's right. It would rewrite history. But, um, he points out that Graham Hancock and Robert Bovell, Robert Bovell was the Egyptologist who was kind of like Rami, a little yeah, more yeah. questioning. A little more edgy. Uh, just willing to be like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. It seems right. to be a star thing, but I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go to the trouble. Maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah. Hello, Dusty Tweenhoe. Oh, welcome. Uh, I haven't talked to Dusty for a while. He's been busy oh, yeah. with his Pacific Arctic welding oh, yeah. channel, which you should that follow YouTube on YouTube. And, and Instagram has, yes. a, I think it has like 10,000 followers mm-hmm. or something crazy. So, Oh, yeah. Get after it. Um, bu- 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 yeah, he's doing a lot of uh, artistic TIG, yeah. TIG well, arc TIG welding. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a MIG. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Graham Hancock uh, pointed out that the Sphinx was pointed directly at some constellation. Uh, and that the Great Pyramids, um, Robert Bavel pointed out that, uh, sorry, specifically that the Sphinx and the Pyramids were facing that constellation 
over 10 point that's the stars would have aligned perfectly mm-hmm. about 10 and a half to 12,000 years ago right um, which is again right at that great flood younger dryas Torrey meteor yeah. storm uh uh period of time yeah. speaking so. of pyramids Dusty Tweetope says they're on their oh, way I forgot because he <laughs> welded up some pyramids um but um uh then we go on to Edgar Casey, which is kind of a mic drop yeah uh yeah speaking of 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 uh of uh oh no not Hancock of Wilcock yes um who thinks he is an re- a reincarnation of Edgar Casey? Right. Uh, Edgar Casey, 1932. Yeah. He's a famous American yeah. psychic and weirdo. Um, he was in a self-induced vision and found himself uh, occupying the body of a of a ten and a half thousand year old ancient, uh, Egyptian priest who was assisting with the building of the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a that was one thing where even Edgar Casey back then was like the pyramid's way older than it's you know we think it is. Um, and uh, his shit's also a lot in question. He's kind of like Nostradamus, where a lot of his shit's been disproven too. Right. But still, um, Cockney Collins comes on and goes, "Now, Ekakaisi is one of the greatest resources we have on ancient Egypt." Where I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> he had like one thing proven correctly uh, where yeah. some tunnels were. Uh, oh, that's who, speaking of, we were talking about we Bobby Darcy <laughs> for the first time in a long time today before the show. Synchronicity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah before we start recording, and yeah. then Dusty Twoop said. Rip uh, Bobby Darcy. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but uh, which Bobby Darcy still gives us Patreon money every month. <laughs> well, and, and Cultazar also said, speaking of ancient history, where's Bobby Darcy? Wow. Oh, wow. There's a lot of b- long time listeners. Bob, Bob, Bob Darcy. Or again, you can yeah. catch up too, but obviously Dusty is a long time yeah. listener. Uh, so is Cultazar, apparently. So um, thank you. Thank you. But, I hope um, he's safe. We do too. Yes. Um, bu- 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 the fuck? Oh, yeah. And um, uh, oh, also the. Uh, Casey linked Atlantis to Egypt, which I think he might have been the first guy to do that or something. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in here and says, uh, in regards to Edgar Casey saying that there's something under, there's some sort of technology or tomes under the Sphinx's paw. Yeah. Um, and Childress chimes in and says, Edgar Casey said that under the Sphinx's paw, there was a repository of high tech devices. And machines. <laughs> like he always does the just say one. Yeah. Like the same thing. Uh, that have been left for, there for thousands of years and meant for people to discover during our time period on Earth. It's like of course Edgar Casey would say that because he'd want people yeah. to go fucking look for it or whatever. But um Atlantis was also supposedly thriving twelve thousand years ago before the Great Flood swallowed it up and it sank into the ocean. Um and this lines up with Egypt's golden age, which was kind of like the time when Osiris and the, all the kind of the new gods of Egypt that we all know mm-hmm. came down from the stars, lived with people, taught them shit, and really created the Egyptian culture that we would know, right? So um, in 1978, two of the tunnels that Edgar Casey envisioned were actually found under the Sphinx where they were, but that fucking guy, Hawass, is like, no, no. He's like, the ancient Egyptians, they wanted to do the same thing. They wanted to find under the Sphinx's pots. Like, but how did they think there was something under there, there yeah. too? You know, well, but again, Egypt didn't give a fuck about this until other Exactly. You know, no offense. Westerners. It was getting up fucking and graffitied and it. shit. Yeah, yeah no exactly. Fully pillaged and they just didn't give a shit. Right. And so this is where he makes the claim that because they found pottery that has been confirmed to be from five hundred BC, the tunnel must be exactly the same age as the pottery. Now I do right. like that Robert Clotworthy uh, they give him lines that are like, but is that really all the facts? Like, you know, right, he's right. at least trying to be critical. Challenge a little. Yeah. So much stupid, incredulous. We pay the guy. Clotworthy tone in this. Yeah. Anubis, 
the God of the dead and judgment that weighs your heart versus a feather so that you can get in to the afterlife. It's like, God, it, it's, it's so forced. It drives me fucking insane. But um, the next thing, we go to Saqqara, Egypt, and we go to the oldest pyramid, my pyramid, the Step Pyramid uh, of King Joser. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Joser the <laughs> Medallion Man is on. Uh, he's talking all cool, like like it's some speakeasy. He's like, oh, yeah, there's there's fucking doors all over that place, and you can only get in if you know the right door. Yep, Nobody could yep, get in yep. before me. Uh, but then Rami and Giorgio are there on location, and they're saying that there's technically only an 80-year gap between the building of that step pyramid, which is built out of mud, cr- a little bit more crude mud bricks, mm-hmm. versus the Great Pyramid of Giza. And they're saying that that is impossible that it, over only 80 years the building method could be so much more refined right yeah. um and so and it's kind of funny because they're actually trying to say that the great pyramid is more advanced but it's older right than the than the sorry the king joser's uh, pyramid so um they're also they, they start they go back they go away from joser's pyramid they don't really go in it i don't think um but um they talk about how all these kind of fun facts about the pyramid of giza they've said all these things before they have a Scottish guy that's like, oh, the geodetic location of all, you know, like basically the longitude, latitude of, yeah. of the, the point, the tip of the Great Pyramid are the same exact digits as the speed of light, which is kind of fucking weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it, that, that's a huge coincidence if it is one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, and that if you put lines, you know, through the uh, half and half through the pyramid and then up through the points of the pyramid, then those lines, when spread around the world, you know, symmetrically, Will cover more land la- land mass than water than a- than anything else any other position on Earth. So it was built in this perfect spot to like if you put line. I mean, again, it's a fun fact. I don't know if it's important, yeah, but what it means. Um, yeah. But uh, it, 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 they're almost trying to tell you like Egypt literally was the center of the world, yeah. right? So um, after oh, then they talk about like after the Great Flood. Um, there, it's interesting because even Clotworthy and the others, they're really doing Graham Hancock's work here. They're like, then they mention the Younger Dryas period by name and everything. Cockney Collins is talking about it a little bit. Because uh, later on they say, it wasn't just a great flood, but actually uh, balls of fire from the sky, yeah. which would be the Torrid Meteor Storm, right? And so, which again, steamed up all the fucking oceans, melted all the ice caps. You have the great flood. Um, and this is where all of these advanced cultures, these advanced coastal cultures, likely had to like, lost a lot of people, lost a lot of their tech, desperately moved inland and taught more of the primitive you know the 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 equivalent of like a tribe in the amazon rainforest that had has had no contact but they were safe from a flood um, or people that live in the mountains of peru or whatever yeah they taught them as much as they could teach them about advanced science math building techniques whatever right Right. so the ancient aliens were them were advanced humans not aliens so um they don't go that far in this episode but they're at least lining up the whole ten and a half thousand to twelve thousand six twelve thousand six hundred years ago younger driest period. So um, it's cool to see that synchronicity there. But they're talking about Imhotep here. Uh, we already talked about that before because his name means you know you're gonna like this Giorgio. His name means I come in peace. Right. Um, and he's I like, come in and chunks. he's and he's like, that's disgusting. I yeah. enjoy my peas fresh, maybe with a little. Bacon in there. I don't want cum in there from some yeah, old Egyptian this, guy. One of those frozen bags or something. <laughs> How's it going to even make it to the market? <laughs> I mean, he's already coming in. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh, believe me, there's a market yeah, for these kind of beasts. Tiny little 
onions you see in there and the bag is a piece? Those are shallots, sir. No, no. Cubed gum. Exactly. <laughs> Bowls. Feared gum. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't fear the gum. Yeah, in uh, minus 23 degrees. So yeah. it <laughs> comes out and just, boom, freezes right in, instantly. Uh, but yeah, like, Sooks is like, oh, so like, literally the the extraterrestrial greeting. And I'm like, yes, in human movies that we've sure, made. You know? Sure, Because there's never been a I come in peace from SETI or from a fucking yeah. radio signal or there's some that shit. There's one where that you know? alien fucked everyone up with CDs. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, now, Rami does explain that it was strange that this guy Imhotep was like a peasant or, or a, a non-entity that rose to power so quickly with, um, with Joser to help him build this pyramid. Uh, because nobody knew where he came from. We've talked about Imhotep before. There's um, people that believe he is Joseph from the Bible. There's various clues, uh, Joseph of Arimathea. Um, but he. But what is what is sure? What's a fact is that he was a brilliant scientist, and he was the first vizier, yeah. um, I guess, which is where the term wizard comes from, which oh, I actually okay. forgot about. All right. um, but vizier is like fucking um, Braziers. Yes. <laughs> dot com. Uh, Jafar from Aladdin was a vizier as well. Okay, it's like okay. an advisor to the king. Um, he's later like deified. He was so loved in Egypt. Um, and, but he's depicted with like what they said were strange hands, even though you never see his hands. Just, like, okay. He looks like he's in like a meditation position or mm-hmm. something in the couple statues they show. And he has a slightly elongated head, but nowhere near how they usually depict elongated heads. It kind of just looks like artistic interpretation, whatever. Uh, but Rami rams it in here and he says, now Imhotep, spoke like a true ancient Egyptian, which I don't really know what that means. And everything he has, his beauty, his knowledge, is from the gods. Now, we don't know how he died, but he was buried in a tomb somewhere in Saqqara. And he has never been discovered so far, but if he is discovered, it will be the discovery of the century. Um, Which would be cool. It's like you find out this guy's real. If he literally, like... If you find out he wasn't human or something like that, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you found out he was human, it'd be interesting too. Um, then they head to the museum in Cairo. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's the one that always got, it, the one that completely got fucked up mm-hmm. by the Muslim terrorist groups and shit like that. But um, uh, they are there to see the Ben Ben, st- oh. one of the Ben Ben stones, which ben is 10. weird. Which is we- <laughs> which is weird because in the couple episodes ago, they acted like there was only one Ben Ben stone that came from the sky and whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to see this thing. It's like a, a really dark, uh, black basalt, uh, carved pyramid. Uh, they call it a pyramoid or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, pyramoids yeah. over there. <laughs> Which is like graboids or whatever yeah. from tremo- Tremors. Tremos. Tremor. Tremoids. Um, and we get a Sukler and he says, now sometimes it was described as a shape that descended from the sky with a lot of smoke and fire and people walked out. Now, that is fascinating. Now, where do you think that story originated from? They don't let Rami answer. He just, like, is nodding, and they cut away and talk about the Ben Ben Stone and whatever. Again, made this point a couple episodes ago. Why would the Ben Ben Stone be spitting fossil fuels out? Right. Why wouldn't it just be, to their own point, of, of Christopher Dunn's like, well, of course, advanced spacecraft could use the electric magnetic energy for fuel, the microwave energy. like... Yeah, that's also they're not filling up with fucking diesel gas right, and right. and put putting around the sky as they fucking land or take off. Like, yeah. I don't understand how. Which is one they of those side by side. Yeah, which is one of those things. I think that's what I wanted to get in line for to ask Giorgio, which is like, hey, like, why would they use rocket fuel? But then I never. I was like, I didn't. I just didn't want to be the balls. An I didn't want to be an yeah. asshole, you know. But, um, but anyway, 
Uh, Sooks takes a moment to double down on the core tenets of ancient astronaut theory for like two minutes here about how it's misunderstood technology, a primitive pe- And he literally is like, when you have primitive people and advanced aliens, the primitive culture is always going to worship the advanced culture. I'm like, I don't know if that's actually true. I guess if they're real fucking primitive, but we don't have proof that they were that primitive. Yeah, and, and worship is a uh, a strong word. Because right. again, it's like when the the Europeans came over and conquered right. the Native Americans, like... Right. Sure, some maybe worship at first or whatever, but right. for the most part, they were forced into exactly. these new lives, <laughs> right. not really stoked or whatever. And maybe I, some converted and you know whatever, right. but again, it's not like they're gods. It's more like right. nope, these are just dickhead people. But exactly, they yeah. overpowered us. And sure, I like Jesus, I guess, so I'll right. join this mission. Yeah, most of them just got terrified because they realized everyone was dying just by yeah. being around them all yeah, the time. Yeah. So um, uh, they they wonder if there's biblical evidence, and it's all about the Book of Enoch and stuff here. Um, we get a Von Daniken viewpoint, and he says, Now, old Arabian traditions say that the Great Pyramid was constructed by a ruler. His name was Saurid. It's S-A-U-R-I-D. And they say Saurid is the same that the Hebrew call Enoch. Now, Hebrews say Enoch plus Methuselah constructed the Great Pyramid. So, little lineage there. But basically, once again, Enoch is fucking the center of all culture and civilization in the kind of Middle Eastern world where all these religions came from. Yeah. So, um, if again, forget Imhotep. If that guy was ever found, a body or a tomb or something like that, that would be fucking insane. But I also wonder, too, if there's ever a future where, like, and I'm, I know there probably is already some sect of Christianity, but it's like, I wonder if they're like, if, like, hey, let's change Christianity to bring back all of those deleted books or, like, things like that, too, you know? But And if that would actually change yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, because as I've said over and over, if Enoch was, like, in the fucking text all the time, Jesus would not really be important. No other figure would really be important because Enoch is, like, the first the Jesus, proto. the first Moses, the Noah. Like, he was Noah's dad, like, all this crazy shit. Um, they fucking go through, again, uh, the watchers, which are the the angels that God said to watch over the earth. Yeah. They came down. Clotworthy literally is like, because they had sex with human women. <laughs> I was <Right>. like, <laughs> <laughs> they raw dog. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, but I was like, clutching my pearls, Ooh. Robert. Um, and then they created the Nephilim, which was the first race of kind of humans, which were giants. The giants are the Nephilim were the ones that like used science and technology for all evil. Like they only did evil shit and, and yeah. exploited the world. And that's why God created the Great Flood to kill the Nephilim off. Which also then people humans were there too, I guess. Yeah. But uh, uh, and then that's where they mentioned that it also was a rain of fire, not just the flood as well. So um, they have and they have Zadok explaining all this, but it's all stuff he said a million mm-hmm. times before. Uh, Cockney Collins doesn't really add too much here, other than he mentions that it's the younger Dryas period, which is kind of cool. Um, they're all just kind of wrapping each other up constantly. Yeah, I guess that's not any different than most episodes. Um, Sooks has an interesting statement here, and he's like. Archaeology is up to interpretation ultimately, and just like the ancient astronaut theory. And I'm like, it's cool that he says that, that he's trying to make it equal, but I would respect what he was saying more if Giorgio was out there putting in the work like an actual archaeologist. Like, yeah. even if they're a dogmatic asshole or whatever, at least they're putting in the work. <laughs> like, Giorgio, you're kind of flying around like a reporter and just fucking talking to people and getting special access and whatever, but which is fine, but. It, it's just kind of fucked up. Like it's like saying, like, "Hey, I I know how a building would be cool, yeah. so I'm just like an engineer or an architect." Check it's like, my mm, shit out. no, you're yeah. not. So, um, 
Why are they fucking stairs? Why don't they make yeah. a walk up? Put an elevator in there. Um, we go to Saqqara again in 1850. Oh, sorry. This was the French uh, archaeologist. The other guy was Italian that discovered the um, Turin papyrus. Uh, Augusta Mariette discovers the Serapium, which we've been to before multiple times on the show. This is the place with 24 fucking gigantic basalt um, tombs, like these sarcophaguses that are fucking 13 feet high. Yeah. That were supposedly to bury the ape, the holy apis bulls. Um, what Col- were going to say? Coltazar has a serious question here. Yeah. So um, if there's gods, watchers, and aliens, um, do they watch us have sex? And are we just a giant porno for them? I mean, totally. Yeah. We're, we're a giant reality show. Yeah. You know? Well, again, that's where the- Uncensored. Uh, uh, People worship God and Jesus and all this stuff, but they're like, hey, he's the one who created these naughty little things for us. He exactly. created all these little bits and parts just right. so he could frig himself off or yeah. it, whatever his pronoun is. Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, frig themselves <laughs> off. <laughs> Get it going, guys. <laughs> brothers. Mm-hmm. That's Winnie the Pooh. Unlimited. Kind of is. Yeah. He had that Winnie the Pooh vibe to it. Yeah, him. you know, that honeypot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn Notifications. Next week we'll have that. Fresh, because I see just a little computer. circle pop up, or something, yeah, yeah. where something's trying to click. It denotes where it's being touched, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> right here in my bathing suit yeah. area, yeah. touched. Which the funniest thing would be, I bet, I bet you we're full artard, and there's probably a setting that says disable touchscreen, <laughs> and we've never even thought. Probably I've literally never thought until to tell right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's fine. We spent the big yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's <laughs> um, but uh, I always forget you have Matt pop up as like a profile <laughs> picture. With him and Sterling. Yeah, like he's fucking Dennis Nedry and going to ruin yeah. the computer. But anyway, they're in the Serapium, which has all these gigantic sarcophagi in them. Only one of these has ever been found with animal remains in it. And we talked about that many, many episodes ago. About like that's not that weird. Like this place could have been fucking raided and whatever, right? Or right. could have rotted, I guess. Um, but Rami rams it in here and he says, "Now this is one of the most mysterious places in all of ancient Egypt, Giorgio." Uh, and he says, um, "He's like the the biggest question is how did they manage to bring these heavy structures all the way down here when we're breathing heavy just to get down to the end of the hall here?" Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, which we're losing our shit. Yeah, but uh, we're losing it. Well, Rabbi, Rabbi. <laughs> losing our shit. <laughs> um, and uh, it is cool though because now they're not. We're not just getting static shots of these. Him and uh, Giorgio and Rami are literally like standing under the lid, which is slid off a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's six feet higher than they. It's pretty crazy. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize the scale of these things because we just saw pictures without people next to them. Right. Um, and uh, so it's pretty interesting. They were talking about the. Uh, the carvings on the um, the etchings on the outside of it, which also would be very difficult to do on basalt. It's a very strong rock, um, and Rami's basically saying that this is a uh, uh, where did he say this? Oh no, he, he he explains that this is like where their soul, their fake windows carved on there, so that the souls can escape through those windows or doorways or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and Rami rams it in again. So he says, now the ape is bull represented god Osiris. And it's important to remember, which is kind of funny because you think they worship animals, but they don't. It's important to remember that ancient Egyptians did not worship animals. Their concept was the gods sent the animals to be their messengers, and we have to respect them in that way. So they're 
they're they're kind of holy, but they don't worship them specifically, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, or does they show visual feedback? Make visual feedback. So maybe you can't. I don't so, think so. All right, maybe we're I not. I don't feel like digging that much deeper than yeah. that. Um, but um, and so and it's interesting too because the Apis Bull's origin story is similar to the Virgin Mary and Jesus, where a cow was struck by this beam of light from a star. And then, and was was immaculately pregnant and gave yeah. birth to the first apis bull, which supposedly has like the the pattern of a falcon on its back and a, a scorpion under its tongue and like all the all these um, constellation based signs mm. that he's like from the stars or something uh, or his soul is or whatever that it's Osiris. So uh, Giorgio loves to keep saying in this episode how uh, structurally all these things are perfect. I'm like, how do you fucking know, Giorgio? Yeah. He's, like when he's they're looking at the Ben Ben stone, he's like. Now, there are absolutely zero mistakes on this. I'm like, how do you fucking know? Half yeah. of it's broken off and whatever, too. Piece but of shit. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm, I, I'm guessing he's thinking that you should be able to, like, kind of like Da Vinci stuff. If you put, a, you put a radiography machine on there, you see his old pencil marks yeah, or something. Yeah. But it's not really, they don't really keep the stuff that's fucked up when they're carving something, you know? So, um, bu- 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 bum. Da, da, da. why did I lose my place? Oh, sorry. Um, he mentions that all these old philosophers, like Herodotus and all these other dudes, mentioned that there was a golden age of Egypt over 10,000 years ago, because it's in their ancient history. Childress chimes in and says, Now these things may well have been created by extraterrestrials, meaning the sarcophagi. Now later, Egyptians may have taken them over and used them as sarcophagi for the apis bulls. So it's like, they ask like, what happened to the bulls' remains. They're, they allude to the fact that these were even uh, potentially... Um, consciousness transferring devices or suspended animation chambers or all this fucking weird shit. They get into the kind of science in the mm. next segment about that when we talk about mummies again for the Mummy. thousandth time. Uh, they talk about how there's like a million, at least over a million human mummies in ancient Egypt or in Egypt. There's that one place that has millions of animal mummies that we talked mm. about in the other mm. episode too. Um, and they're basically saying that mummification works so well that they still have flesh and toenails and hair and things like that. Um, and they need specifically that natron salt versus marine-based salt because right. it'll it's way more alkaline. It'll dry them out so much faster or whatever. Um, it's a lot to skip over. It's just all it's, it's all explaining yeah. how, how mummification works. It's a long works. episode of a lot of rehashing. Yes. <laughs> um, and then um, I said, this is the one I think is really dumb. He's asking Rami to his face. Oh yeah, that's where he. That's where Giorgio asked Rami to his face. Do you? Th-, and he's mentioned this before, which is one of the most outlandish ancient astronaut theories. He's like, he's like, do you, do you think that they saw aliens in suspended animation pods in their ships, and they did mummification yeah. to recreate? And it's like that is so fucking round. That's such an insane roundabout way that you would do it millions of times over to make sure it's like obsessed. Yeah. Right, it's like, and the Egyptians believe that the soul, the elements of the ka and the ba and whatever, they are still technically tied to you having a body on Earth. So you can't just let the body rot away, or eventually you might spend ten years in the afterlife having a great time, but as soon as you're all dusted, you'll just like disappear or something. Yeah. So you have to keep that body preserved. That's their whole religion. So, of course, it may have. And they do talk about, hey, you, I mean, that is a releasing of consciousness from your physical thing. It's tied to whatever, but it doesn't mean that. They saw aliens do this, and you know what I mean. To like, then know how to replicate it to at least right. 
make a dead person. It would. It would more yeah. be that the aliens, the gods, said we are immortal, and you must, pre- you know, we have to preserve our bodies and whatever, but we can't die. Like yeah. I don't know, but um, there's a lot of easier fake explanations than what right. he thinks. So, uh, but Rami Ramzan says now there is a point to be made here. You are assuming that they believe that this was symbolic, but for them it wasn't symbolic. So I do like that they keep in that Rami is is debating him, but in a very respectful, normal yeah. way. Um, and uh, and Sooks doesn't even answer back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, he's like he's like wow. Uh, so mummies haven't been found in th- from the old kingdom people, only from new kingdom people, right? Like he just totally skips sure, over it. You read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and da, da, da. oh, there's some there's some pointless guy on the show who thinks that mummies were actually matrix like batteries where. <laughs> Like, like they yeah. they wanted to turn the body into energy, and I guess scientifically, I guess it's sound, but it's like if you cover you burn them. if you cover the bodies in na- in natron salt, you make them extremely alkaline, and then they put and very acidic, and then you put them specifically in granite tombs. They're not all in granite tombs though, which is dumb. A lot of uh, sarcophagi were like limestone or wood or whatever, you know. Not everyone was fucking rich and could afford some insane coffin. So, but they're saying that the granite tombs, of course, cre- create or uh, contain lots of quartz crystal, which then their bodies like basically it's like that will create this reaction so that it energizes their soul to leap out of their body. I'm like, so you're just really stupidly explaining what they believe anyway. It's like he thinks he's like got the smoking gun of how it actually works, like that the soul escapes. I'm like. I don't think melting a body or, or sorry, not melting a body, but mummifying it allows right. the soul to, I don't know, it's stupid, but um, Medallion Man is on to explain more for some reason. He says, and when you combine all, because he, he's on longer, but I, I cut him short, he, like when after the, the guy's talking about this whole scientific process, he's like, and when we combine this with the massive amount of gold and other metals that were used in the mummification process and placed upon the body, you begin to wonder, were they trying to trigger some kind of electromagnetic process that could somehow transmute the body? Yeah. They were going to, in a sense, create, self-create a new light body. He says light body quite a bit in this episode. A new light body, a new vehicle for the Pharaoh's consciousness to survive. Um, again, no Stargate thing, but again, but always mentioning traveling through a right, wormhole right, to the right. stars. Um, he makes the connection that this is just like... Um, how we're trying to figure out how to upload our consciousness to computers and things like that, yeah, which, yeah. fine, we all want to live forever. No one wants to die. That makes sense. That hasn't changed for tens of thousands of years. Um, oh, so now the theory is that the Serapium sarcophagi were those exact quartz-based fucking basalt, granite, Thing, whatever yeah. things that they fucking disappeared. But then I'm like, what, was the one Apis Bull defective? Like, was, like, was yeah, he yeah. not mummified correctly or something? Or... Did gravediggers just fucking steal the shit out of there too? You know, I mean, to be fair, it's probably not easy to move a twenty-five ton lid of a hundred ton thing to get shit out of there. But if they could build it, they will come. They could destroy Uh, it. (laughs) Um, The next segment, second to last segment, uh, Rami and Cockney Collins are on location, which is weird at Mm -hmm. Edfu Temple, Uh, similar to Shack Fu in style. Yeah, an egg Fu. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, but uh, they believe the the temple was believed to have been built very late. Not believed it was. Sorry, it was built very late in the BCs. It was like from two thirty seven to forty one or whatever. And um, so it took one hundred and fifty years to finish this temple. And it's interesting because I didn't realize it. I remember you find this temple in um, Assassin's Creed Origins, the Egyptian one, and they are building it. And in the game, it's like considered weird, like a cult of Horus. 
because it's fully embedded in the Roman crossover of Egypt, the late Egyptian period. So um, uh, worshiping kind of one god was kind of weird. I mean, not that they were worshiping one god, but they were saying, like, it's kind of kooky that you're doing all this to Horus because all of our culture is going to be gone anyway. But it was cool then to see this episode where specifically because they saw their culture eroding slowly with the influence of Roman and Greek folks that they wanted to put all the mythology of ancient Egypt on the walls of this temple. So it took 150 years. So a lot of what we know about ancient Egyptian mythology is from this temple, which I really didn't have a clue of. So um, in the center, they have a 12-foot tall granite box with a pyramid shape on top, which they say is carved out of the stone that was in the marshes where the gods first stepped foot onto earth from their st- from the star or whatever too. So literally like he's like saying this is like the fucking apple of Eden or whatever too, which is pretty gnarly. So yeah. Uh, Quetzalcoatl says one dead girls can't say no <laughs> Two, that, uh, mummification was actually an ancient way of building real dolls. Yes, exactly. How can I still have all the sex with dead women or men? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they still like, again, they have their toenails, they have yeah. their hair, they're okay. beautiful. That leather <laughs> tubes you stick your wiener in and you transport into another dimension. And it turns into a strawberry. Yes. <laughs> Quite nice. Um, Down in La Mirada. <laughs> uh, Cockney Collins comments here. They're al- he's not like debating Rami, but he's like, they're going back and forth about philosophically what Egyptians probably thought, which is kind of weird for a, a British guy to do with an yeah. Egyptian guy, whatever. But um, he says, now, now this to me strongly suggests that our origins were found among the stars. And uh, I believe the answer to that is yes. I don't think this is about religion at all. I think it's about a cosmology that was believed by the ancient Egyptians and that we're now just starting to understand with science. Um, they go into the Ship of Eternity story, which is the ship that has a depiction of Osiris's head on the top of it. Uh, when he was cut into pieces by his brother Set, his head was found in Abydos. The carving of the head in Abydos, according to the medallion man, looks just like an electronic transformer. And I'm like, do you know how many different types of transformers just on different light poles you see yeah. in your fucking neighborhood look? Like, Cut there's no one shape. to Abby Dose. <laughs> I, this is my last reason. <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> Egyptian. Auto, or Decepticons. Decepticons. Yeah, Autobots. Autobots. <laughs> Decepticons. <laughs> Bumblebee, he's just not leaving. My favorite is, wrong is right? Starscream. <laughs> um... Starscream was the Snake Eyes of uh, Transformers, right? Kind of the like kind of anti-villain, like assassin, like cool <laughs> bad guy, you know, just hot stud, yeah. but just knew what he was doing because he was like a jet, like exactly. a cool fighter jet. Yes, um, but um, uh, yeah. So they're making all those connections with the Ship of Eternity, which then Medallion Man says is a fucking transformer. Which okay, if it is, then who cares? Why? Why would a a transformer that they literally show a picture on a on a light a phone pole. How does that create a wormhole? <laughs> it's a normal transformer a that can only put phone data and some some electricity yeah. through it. That's going to create a wormhole. It travels at the speed of love, my friend. Right. They're also trying to say that like Osiris was maybe a machine or something like that. Like he was ripped apart, mm-hmm. and they might have. I might not be remembering. I think that was a theory they talk about in like the first or second season where maybe he was actually like an android or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, but yeah. um bu- 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 oh yeah, and that the the ship of eternity according to Medallion Man uh, uh looks exactly like how modern science depicts a wormhole. 
so that the light body could travel to a distant a distant star system, Orion perhaps. So, I, I mean, the ship. I, I've never seen a standard model of a wormhole before. They definitely use CG Swoopy, to dippy, superimpose <laughs> tornadoes. <laughs> well, like they 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 show the ship of eternity carving, and then they just superimpose a wormhole that they they're superimposing. <laughs> Goat, yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. Uh, but uh, Sarah and I are gonna watch that Hubie Halloween thing. We watched the trailer, and I'm like, This looks so You're shitty. Gonna, you gotta watch it, you gotta funny. watch it, yeah, because <laughs> he's basically just playing a retard. That's all what the I'm time. saying. It's just you gotta, <laughs> how does Adam Sandler get away with playing? Hey, and then guy that he's never like canceled, he basically is Barry Lankin in that thing. He's like, Hey, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's always scared but obsessed with Halloween. Like, did you finish it? No, okay, <laughs> you fell asleep after like a half hour or something, you said, uh, right? probably like half ish way yeah. through. Um, which could have been half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like superimposing your own drawing of a wormhole over something doesn't mean that's the standard model of it, right? Because yeah. they've shown many pictures of wormholes on the show yeah. from the scientists that theorize them. Yeah. So, um, but, 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 so then they're finally like saying, "Hey, maybe that's what's in the big void uh, of the pyramid." Is the what is it? What did I say? The ship of eternity. Maybe the ship of eternity is the Iron Throne, which is also coming up. The um, the scepter, crown, and throne that this, um, according to the biblical poet Ezekiel the Tragedian, uh, the Targaryen, oh, yes. um, uh, who has a poem about Moses at Mount Sinai, um, where he meets a noble being that descends and gives him this crown, scepter, and invites him to sit on this throne. Moses is then instantly transported um, to see the world from space and see he could set his foot on a thousand stars or something like that. And so uh, it is cool, though, because they at least, as they're explaining this text, show the poem underneath, like from a real book, which Mm -hmm. is nice. Um, And so Sooks asks, how was it possible that you put on a crown and all of a sudden you were in space? And I'm like, God, they're going to go into VR or something with this. Uh, (laughs) I'm just picturing like... Fucking Moses on an Oculus, yeah. fucking running on Just the treadmills like, uh, and stuff. <laughs> who's that uh, dickhead who's the 8-bit guy, or the like CG guy from the 80s, Max Hedrum. Oh, yes, exactly. But instead exactly. of Tsukalos, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like the fucking uh, <laughs> music video, I want my MTV, yeah. and it's like the shitty CG. It's like that Sook's just right. like, ooh, the big eyes, just like walking around. Wow, what a, what a noble being. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's so advanced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go into Moses's history a bit, uh, like basically saying, did he have these devices when he was walking through the desert, leading the Hebrews to forty years, forty ounces to and freedom or whatever? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, th- this is a big gloss over segment. This final segment, uh, we get the weird return of Jason Martell, the slick back kid. Oh yeah, um, and he's like, it's very possible that these devices were projecting his consciousness to another physical location. I'm like okay, like and, and and then he says shit like with the advancements in AR and VR technology, and like yeah. oh maybe they upload. I'm like okay, whatever, don't care at this point. Sure. Yeah. Uh, why are you here? We are. Um, uh, but now they're asking, was they're trying to tie it all up and say, was this the throne in this poem, the same one that's in the Great Void that Osiris sat on, which would then tie together Egyptian religion void. and. Yeah. <laughs> Um, put it in my void. I oh, yeah. more like sure. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it. It plays. It all plays. <laughs> uh, and then is that the ship of eternity? Is it all the same shit? So then the episode finishes with a romantic uh, sunset balcony hookah ripping session. Um, and they're reflecting on how cool it is to find new shit about the ancient past, which yeah. is totally cool. And Rami rams it in and he says, like, 
Now, what I've learned is because, you know, Sooks is rambling on. He's like, now, what I've learned as well is that just the fact that you and hopefully others are open-minded enough to debate and discuss the theories, which is extremely important in my opinion, that's how science actually should work. So, which is a really good point. Um, Sooks wonders where he's like almost bringing back his argument that he thinks a lot of this was symbolic and Rami's like, no, this was real to them. They're also kind of making the same argument <laughs> with each other. Like, it was real, so they then replicated it, which is, yeah. yes, they saw a symbol and I don't know, whatever. But um, uh, Sooks wonders where ancient symbolism originated. It must have been from a real life example. Rami rams it in and says, now, how was the religion inspired? It, you know, it's a great question to have, and I don't have the answer for it, but we are at a crossroads that is about to change the future of archaeology thanks to new technology. So just think of how much stuff is right under the sand, right there where we're sitting, and, you know, which is, again, cool. Like, if they can just start penetrating the fucking ground. Oh, yeah. With, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Poet Laureate of the West. Exactly. Um, but they can start just using the ground-penetrating radar and all that, and the, or the muography or whatever right. shit right there. You don't have to destroy anything. But, again, I think that in Egypt, if you fucking fly a drone out there that's unauthorized, they'll fucking shoot it down and think right. it's an act of war or, or something like that. Or just not accept your your research and be like, well, you broke the law and throw exactly. you in jail or shit you, shit, shit right. you with a bunch of right. fines. With a bunch of fines, right? And stuff. Which is where I think that like some guy's gonna go rogue. Like Elon Musk will have satellites. It's like fuck it. I'm taking pictures of every ten feet of the desert in this area in Egypt, and I'm just gonna post it online and whatever. Figure it out, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but um, just to get that out there, and then they'll go like, "Well, it's just pictures. We gotta dig, right. and if you gotta dig, you gotta get all hey, the permits." Hey, it's just so, pictures. We gotta yeah. dig. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're just pictures. Wow, of boys, David, I'm glad that you came to help with the cause here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Ryan. Well, they're just pictures of boys. I didn't take them. I mean, I just have them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god oh, <laughs> i've got to go back One to my those, wife yeah, back in right. virginia yeah. wherever i live um you go back to thailand Georg- or wherever <laughs> the fuck you're from <laughs> uh Giorgio. Uh, Giorgio <laughs> waxes on even more fine jerseyo sucralos yeah <laughs> hey, hey my exit doesn't change hey. much yeah. uh, <laughs> but um yeah it's it's by the end of this i was like okay this episode really was like Hey everyone, be a part of the new cool school of Egyptology. Yeah. Don't be like this guy, even though they were being polite to him and stuff. Like, um, so it's it. Again, I I applaud it for that. But again, there is no fucking reason that this needed to be a two-hour special yeah, yeah, yeah. extravaganza. There also there's an episode coming up that I think we're gonna skip, um, which because uh, it on literally purpose or on because of the wait sequence on purpose. So like, okay, so here we go. Uh, Episode 14 in season 13 says the alien phenomenon literally on the official like Wikipedia entry says this episode is an enhanced refreshment combining the co- the contents of chariots of the god chariots gods and beyond the von Daniken legacy from season five and the alien hunters from season 12. It's a special two hour edition. I'm like, I don't know if we want to watch a two hour reaction episode. We could, but uh, I was just already did. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was so bored taking notes for this episode that I was like, yes, maybe we can skip one in the future too. But um, yeah, the next episode is is com- not completely the opposite of this one. Quite the name, the Island of Giants. Uh, and they, they go ha- to Catalina or something? <laughs> uh, no, because they think there's giants that lived on Catalina. Oh, okay. uh, no, they're in uh, somewhere off the coast of Italy or something mm-hmm. like that. I can't remember, but they have the guy from um, R- not Roanoke Island from Oak Island, and it's like him and Giorgio on location, and basically other. like. 
will that guy be a believer in aliens by the right. end? And he's like, wow, I mean, it had to have been someone or whatever, but yeah. his name's like Austin Langley Bullshit. or something like uh, that. Wait, wait. Oh, no, that's literally a guy. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's it's a, something like Lanji or whatever, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks for telling your friends and, and subscribing. subscribing. Tell your friends about and subscribing to Probing Nation Aliens. Support us over at patreon.com slash Probing Aliens. Uh, sign up for Twitch.tv or subscribe to Twitch.tv slash Probing Aliens. Give us your Twitch Prime account. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. Give us that login. Free money. Um, and then, uh, yeah, stay tuned all of our patrons for a Patreon episode coming up tomorrow or the next day because we're late in the month. And, uh, you know, we might be pregnant. Yes. Sorry. And, uh, follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook, dot com slash Probing Aliens, at Probing Aliens on Twitter. And listen to uh, Beer They're Drunk That, our beer podcast on the same feed as Probably Speaking Aliens. And downloads, and we haven't had one since June. Oh, June 1st. Right. <laughs> on an episode or a download? Episode. Oh, okay. No, we get a lot of downloads. People still listen to it. And then uh, follow at Puttfuckers, our disc golf account, for all the disc golf content. All right. Bye. Bye.